All right, here we are, still in June 2016 for Exalted, Princes of the Universe, Season 4, Episode 4B. Yeah. Yep, that sounds about right. So, this session is going to be the Killer Queens. Everyone's favorite session. <laughs> Uh, you've got you've got notoriety on that forum. Yeah, they apparently. talk about the killer queen. <laughs> so, uh, to recap, I suppose uh, what happened at the end of episode three, I believe. Um, you guys went to the wild. We yep. saved Swan Dragon. He's back in heaven, kicking ass. Uh huh. Um, and it's been one and a half years since. You all left. Peter actually got a timeline up. We could check that later. Oh, yeah. We actually have a year now for where, where the setting's in. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Juan May. Juan May. It's probably been a while. Just been, like, making sure everything's on the up and up. Making sure everything's running. You said we had more people. Yeah. Refugees and, like, uh, converts and pilgrims from different areas of the south. Yeah, so just making sure that's been... Yeah, Khan has basically been running things since you guys have been gone with help from the other uh, exalts. Oh, useful. Good, good. Okay. Yeah, we kind of checked up on them in the last session, for the most part, but Admiral Sen's been missing. He left. He left uh, after calibration. You guys didn't come back. Assuming, he probably assumed we weren't going to come back, that we had all died in the wild or something. Or that you had other shit going on and you are going to take more time because you went to the wild without a guide. Yeah, so I need to start putting up feelers to locate him. Well, it shouldn't be that hard to find him. He's fairly obvious. He is, yeah. Uh, yeah. So for this session, yeah, we're going to be going, just like with Peter's before listeners, we'll be going through projects the Killer Queen wants to do and mm-hmm. uh, taking care of them. Yeah. Okay, I suppose first on the list, then, would be finding him. Okay, how would you locate Admiral Sand, if you had to? Cults tend to spring up around him, or he forms them, but he's probably trying to stay on the down low now, because his group has, his team has probably figured out what he did. They're fairly pissed at him. Remember, they, they ended up nuking on a... Yeah. Or more specifically, the Five Days Darkness. Yeah, the issue is, though, that I can't picture him being the type who would stay low. He doesn't seem like this sort who would let that happen to his lifestyle. I suppose, where would he go? He'd stay in the south, because the south is relatively safe, now that it's under the safety, quote-unquote, of the solar deliberative. What cities have fallen to us? Jem uh, is in turmoil and currently has Tepetarada's mercenary force dealing with it. Mm. Um, Harborhead and Ang Ten have all but fallen. They're still... Dust-up's happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, is gone. Chiroscuro's gone. Uh, mostly stuff to the west. Stuff to the west. Wait. Furthest away from your influence. Chiroscuro's gone? Like, taken over. Like, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it is taken. Yeah. I wonder if he's trying to avoid us, though. Or just... No, he wouldn't, because, you know. Hmm. So to the west. Further to the west. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Paragon is Paragon. Uh, independent again, but that's not going to last. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Paragon only has people. Yeah. The perfect's kind of a bitch. <laughs> but cities are known for, like, revelry and uh, wine. 
whores bitches. Yeah. Um... It really depends on where you go in the South. There's all sorts of different kind of uh, debauchery in all of them. Hmm. I think I think there's a place called the Pit of Size, and it's guild owned, and it seems to speak for itself. Pit of Size. S I G H. Yeah. Yep. Could go there. Might check out. See if he's there. Uh, if you put out. Feelers such as they are, mm-hmm. you'll find out that he is currently raiding uh, along the sea of the south. Huh. Like from the inland sea to the west sea, uh, the great western ocean, he is raiding, pirating. Okay. I'm gonna seek him out there then. It's probably really easy to figure out. Yeah, he, he's already got a flotilla going and has like a pirate cove and hmm. summoning demons and stuff. <laughs> He just kind of went right back into it. Yeah, I'm going to reach him then, personally. All right. Okay. Um, after some time putting out feelers, getting your various cults, communicating with the, the Inland Sea and trade routes, uh, you're able to narrow down where he is. How would you get to him? The Iniquitous. Oh, just, just... It can go straight in any direction. Can it fly? Is it fast? It is very fast, if I recall. Let me look it up. Huh. Alright. 40-foot run per turn, I guess. Oh, so it doesn't have an overland speed. No, it doesn't, actually. It does have Advance of the Iron Tide, though. Yeah, but it'll run out of power eventually. Mm. So it sounds like you're taking one of those crappy sky ships. Yeah, sounds like it. Alright. His flotilla's out there. It is painted with gore and blood. There are skeletons nailed to the hull. Uh, everything has like kind of an organy skirt around it that's chumming the waters with sharks and things. Mm. It's like 30 ships of various sizes with a large kind of uh, war galleon or tyrene that's just in the middle of it. Okay. Oh. Spotting the flagship, uh, the queen's going to have her ship like driving close. And start walking along the top, the front of the mast. What's that bit called at the end? The front mast? The ship's penis. Basically. Whatever that's called. Ship turns. I'm going to pause. <laughs> okay, apparently it's the bow or the bow sprit. Okay. I think it is the bow. The bow. Okay. So yeah, walking along the bow of her own ship, just... Before they take a hard turn, she's just going to step off the bow and onto one of the uh, raiding ships. Okay. Yeah, and just kind of looking around for him. He's uh, he's on the main ship, covered in skins and leather, with like a big crazy person beard and his screaming guitar axe at his side. <laughs> and uh, him and the other people are looking. like they're, like they're He has like raiders that are all mutated and like skinny and all cut up and scarred up and stitched up and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're watching you, and they're, like, making sounds and stuff, and everyone's sounds just looking. Just gonna walk along from ship to ship until she reaches them. So, uh, you got right back to it. Uh, uh, it's alright. Yeah, not quite the same without the, uh, five days darkness, eh? 
Eh, it's not quite the same without the sand. Mm, that too. Kind of your namesake. I had a thing. You did. Sorry about that. Man. So, uh... Good to see you again. Uh... So, from what I understand, you aren't too, uh... On the best of terms with your circle at this point. Wasn't there for it, but... Yeah, they're, uh, they're a little cross after I pulled that other doubler cross. It, uh, it's not going to light up, lighten up anytime soon. That was hilarious, I gotta say. But, uh, I want to deal with them before they become a actual problem. I mean, they didn't even have an issue with us, and they sent those, those, what were they called? The, uh, dragons, the, uh... The war machines. The war machines, that works. Against us, so I'd really hate to see what they would do if they were actually pissed at us. So, I was wondering if you could tell me what you know about them, where I could find them. They're... They keep close to themselves. They have their own little domains. They... Try to stay out of each other's way. Yeah... That's going to make things an issue. See, I would really, really like to make sure they're clipped. Their wings are clipped before they get too uh, high and mighty. They've been doing this as long as you. Yeah. And they've picked up a trick or two. Yeah, so I'm going to need to develop my own tricks. Uh, I'm headed to Nexus. And uh, I was wondering if you'd like to join me there. My little crusade. Well, it beats what I'm doing now. I'm just gonna go burn this place down. He yeah. Like, he like casually with like one le- long leg kicks over a barrel <laughs> and it starts rolling to the helm of the bridge or whatever, like the the, the front of the bridge, and he starts lighting little fires. <laughs> right. I'll uh, I'll meet you there in like three months, give or take. I have a. Uh, Oh, um, not not right now. Oh. Small explosion in the background. No, no. Because uh, I should have been more specific before you. The ship's taking on water. He's standing there. His hands are kind of out a little bit from his side. You want to come back to One May for a while? Well, I don't see any other choice now. <laughs> Something yeah. just happened to my fleet. Yeah, that's awful when that happens. The capital ship's going down. Oh no. No one could have avoided this. Yeah. How did this happen? How did we get here? The worst. Come on, my ship's got, uh, drugs. Alright. You know, like, he's walking by and he takes out a flame pistol and casually shoots his first mate in the face. <laughs> and just kind of walks on board as everyone starts killing each other. That sounds about right. So that's... That's one down. <laughs> Emerald Sand gets on board and pulls off his beard, which is an attack to leathered human skin and a partial face of some guy that had a really big beard. And just kind of throws that overboard. Yeah, you look better without that, honey. It seemed appropriate. Yeah. At least you didn't lop off one of your hands. And back to Juan May. You all fly back to Wanmei. Watching it burn. <laughs> yup. 
Okay, which leads us to issue two, Six Bottles of Celestial Wine. Holy shit! An entire crate. What? Okay, so you want Celestial Wine now? Yes. Alright, well, just to throw this out there, Celestial Wine is only found in the richest people's places in Yushan, because it's the Unconquered Sun's food. It's all he drinks and eats. Are there six really... Desperate people in Yushan. That have celestial wine? You yes. can have one but not the other. Hmm. Is there anyone old and senile? Rue. Yeah, but would he have celestial wine? I don't think he drinks. He doesn't look like he does much of anything anymore. Probably a few dusty bottles in his office, that's what I would think. <laughs> Go pay him a visit. Uh, yeah, it is only drink. It is only it is reserved for the incarnate and the highest of the gods. Who are some high? Go- you know who would probably have some because he was super corrupt. Is Wang Bangrock not the highest of the gods? Really? Yup. You think he because he's like super corrupt? He'd be able to. He was only censor of the <laughs> South in creation. True enough. There are people who are in charge of things in Yushan. There's some rich gods out there. Um, I'm going to have to pause while it's the Yushan book. <laughs> okay, so top of the pecking order in Yushan, uh, just starting at, you know, any department, uh, Teru Han, Lady of Souls, Shogun of the Department of Abstract Matters. You know, all of it. Hmm. Probably under her would be Burning Feather, the Lady of Intoxicants. Intoxicants. Oh my god, you need to meet her. Oh, yeah, I could probably pull. Then there's 400 Rabbits, God of Alcoholic Beverages and Drunkenness. I need to go visit those two. Harvest of Bliss and Ferment of Madness, the twin overseers of wine. Wow. <laughs> uh, and then Mistress Madeley, Goddess of Wines and Great Forks. She would probably not have Celestial Wine. Yeah. The other three, though... Those other guys. And I could probably pull a few favors with them. I mean, I'm... Then there's Bright Adamant Wind, uh, the Sheik of Hallucinogens. Wow. All these people. How have I not met them before? Uh, then there's Luna, the Goddess of War. You know, all of it. Hmm. Uh, Atlat, Southern God of War and Cattle. Uh, probably the other directional Gods of War, but Atlat's kind of the showstopper. He used to be Buds of the Unconquered. Yeah. You know what you should do? Sacrifice a thousand cattle. <laughs> I will kill Every you. Every fucking time. <laughs> Just because then that means that we did it. You did it. <laughs> when the seawolf's not looking. Exactly. What, she's like burned it? And he, he's like, appears, he's like, what the, what's this for? It's like, give me booze. <laughs> uh, there's uh, Gabriel Amon. <gasps> hey, Nicole. Sorry. Chill out. Nicole's playing Fallout 4, listeners. On mute, so I didn't hear the ghoul approaching. Then there's Gabriel Amon, the voice of the Unconquered Sun. Hmm. Uh, Elithia Lura, the Daimyo of Birth. Oh, well, I'm about... Oh, actually, I could pester her for that. I mean, I'm giving birth to some amazing children. Lytic, the right hand of power. Daimyo of the Division of Exaltation. Mm-hmm. Who, oh, yeah, the five Immaculate Dragons work under him. Oh. 
Ah, uh, Shining Flower, the Mistress of Hearts. Department of Celestial Concerns, there's Rosella, the Lady of Bureaucracy and Paperwork, Shogun of the Department of Celestial Concerns. Step in and burn all her papers. It's like, there, I did you a favor. It's done now. Atonga Sesha, Patroness of Landowners. Hmm. Uh, Long Bang Rock's at the tippy bottom of this list. That's adorable. Not anymore, he isn't. Not not no more, he ain't. Uh, The Office of Intelligence Design has Shinji, the God of Thaumaturgy. Huh. So, yeah, I think this is like a fan list somebody made, but it, it works. Yeah. I think I'd bother the god of intoxicants, then. Just all of them? All of them. It's like, come on! I've done so much for you. You fucks. I made drugs cool again. <laughs> we're gonna We're gonna build a wall. Jeez. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Gonna just go to heaven and visit the intoxicant gods, then. Oh, bunch of them. righty. So, what is your official business in heaven? I want to speak with, uh... Where's the list so I can get these <laughs> names, though? Like... Here, let me pause and I'll send them to you. Thank you. And we're back. All right, so... All right, there's uh, the list of gods. 400 rabbits is probably the one I'd uh, go to visit. What's your business with 400 rabbits? I seek trade with him. Or I seek favors from him as I am one of his greatest... What would the word be? For a patron? Patron. The social line looks at you, it's like, that's... That's the opposite of business. Wait, really? Business! Business. Like, business. What? Come on, lawgiver. I can't dance at him, I guess. I mean, you I could, could dance at him. I'm not sure it would achieve anything. <laughs> Couldn't hurt, though. Do you, do you start dancing at him? Yes. Let's watch a line, line on its bed in the pagoda. Yes. And you start dancing at it? Mm-hmm. Could you at least try to lie to me? I'm really bad at lying. Uh, I do have business. It's just weird. I need bottles of celestial wine, so I'm going to... Don't tell me that! That's a huge felony! (laughs) Oh, is it? You're killing me, Lawgiver. (laughs) You're killing me here. (laughs) I need various goods delivered to me. Don't you know anyone else in heaven that you have business with? Well, I haven't checked up on, uh, what's her face? I'll tutors by Claw. Yeah, that's the name. All right, what business do you have with Tudor's by Claw? She is a longtime friend of mine. Where's hers? I, I don't actually have the... <laughs> this is the problem Peter ran into last session. He was trying to get into heaven, too. Hmm. And without Ian there to have diplomatic immunity. Wait a minute, that's Sidereal lives up here. Not anymore. Oh, wait. No, she probably does. Oh, Sidereal, sorry, I was hearing... Abyssal? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's this uh, sidereal up here is uh, watching over my child, and I've come to pick it up. Okay, that that, that at least sounds like business. All right. Yeah. 
Perfect. He just kind of he just kind of rolls onto his side and lets you walk by. Awesome. <laughs> My first try. <laughs> like Batman and Lego Movie. All it took was a little dancing. This was exactly the problem Peter ran into. He, could, he didn't have legitimate business, so he was trying to find more convoluted ways of breaking into heaven <laughs> and like carrying his companions in a in a pocket dimension inside his cloak and stuff. <laughs> So the queen specifically heads in a direction that is not towards the sidereal that takes care of her child. You don't even know where she lives. Exactly. Wait, you know where her house is? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. We went there. But she specifically does not go there. Where would uh, 400 rabbits live? 400 rabbits is part of the Department of Abstract Matters. Ah. So wherever that building is. Well, I've been to heaven before and I know they have maps and shit. Do you, do you pay someone? Because ambrosia keeps popping up around you. Yeah, just so much ambrosia. Oh, I guess I'm popping that every couple seconds too. All right, it's so good. The celestial lines. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> He's like, oh, I have a friend up here. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Business. Business. I don't have business. <laughs> Want to commit some felonies? <laughs> <laughs> That was literally what you told him. It's like, I want to commit some crimes against heaven by importing celestial wine. Basically. He's like, fuck off. <laughs> well, she would literally have no way of knowing that. So. Alright. Let me pause while I read about the Bureau of Abstract Matters briefly. I'm sorry. Okay. So, a series of events plays out where you eventually make your way to the Houses of Conceptual Guidance which are a large circle of buildings that are swelling and spreading out all over the property because Abstract Manners is a bit of a mess, hmm. and there's one tower bigger than the rest of them that's all Death Head Skull themed. Probably owned by, uh, you've been told, Teru Han. She's in charge of the Abstract Matters uh, Department of Yushan, and she's also um, the Shogun of... She's the Shogun of the Department of Abstract Matters, and the Lady of Souls. She's in charge of the dying process. Oh, I'm going to avoid that. She's not about death, just dying. And she has little soul mm-hmm. collectors that go out and reap your soul when you die and send them to the underworld. Oh, she's literally like this little bureaucrat that watches over death. She doesn't choose who dies. That's the Lady of End. That's uh, the uh, the Maiden of Endings' job. Hmm. She just oversees the process. Yep. Cool. So yeah, just a bunch of squat celestial buildings. Uh, they're just packed on top of each other and always vying for space. Gods running it out back and forth, uh, causing a calamity. They all have scrolls and are doing paperwork, shouting on like a, like it's a stockroom floor, being uh, just making a fuss, mm. making a fuss all over the place. Are there signs anywhere or a secretary or? Well, there's buildings everywhere. Mm. Is there one that's shaped like a giant bottle of booze? No. That's tragic. They had they had the opportunity and they squandered it. Wait, I've done a shit ton of drugs. Can I just like follow my nose? And... Oh my god! So you just stand there and start doing coke? Yes. All right, you get hammered and start hanging out around the town, and eventually find yourself near a uh, near a series of buildings that have offices inside that there's smog coming out of. Yes, this was a wonderful idea. Blob Marley style. <laughs> Just gonna wander right in there. 
Alright. It's an office. Everything looks like it's made out of cigar humidor wood. Uh, so it's all like wood paneling and dark stained material. Uh, like a gentleman's club? Yeah. There's other chairs everywhere and uh, low lights. You know, the windows are covered. Offices, the clacking of people uh, using like stamp templates to like move paperwork along and like create, you know, new forms from like archaic looking uh, press machines basically. Mm-hmm. Like setting dies and slamming the dies down. Huh. Man, why does the magic meteor look like this? Uh, can we just get a kind of semi collapse on someone's desk? Here's one. Maybe get his attention. Hey. There's like a dude and he has like a little visor over his face to cover his bloodshot eyes. And he's smoking. Uh, from a large hookah that seems to be built into the floor. Like, there's, like, piping going through the floor and walls, and there's, like, tubes coming out everywhere. Awesome. Hey. 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 Tilts that visor up a little. I'm looking for, uh, 500, 300, 400 rabbits. This is the Department of Abstract Matters. That would be the Department of Nature. Wait, what? Uh, fuck. It was, uh, was... Shit, Facebook, like, closed on me. <laughs> or, yeah, 400 rabbits, the god of alcoholic beverages. Oh, 400 rabbits, not 400 rabbits. Yeah. You gotta watch you pronounce old realm. Uh, my apologies. So I'm stupid. <laughs> and he just kind of points down the hall. Thanks, honey. Kind of flops his uh, visor back down a little too hard and stumbles down the hall. <laughs> uh, that guy's in charge of asthma. Wow, what a sad existence. It's pretty good, actually. Business is booming. <laughs> People keep showing that smoking's cool. <laughs> you should be thankful, then. <laughs> that fucker. <laughs> Um, look at the gifts I've brought upon your house. Kids love smoking. <laughs> okay, I guess there's nameplates along the doors. Or... Yeah, you know, there's various people. This is the House of Intoxicants, so, you know, there's Bliss and Ferment, uh, Shibby Wah, Bright Eye and Wind, Burning Feathers Office is over there, and it's higher up, and, yep, 400 rabbits. Okay, I'm just gonna knock on that door. What? Hey, it's what? Your, it's your biggest fan. The door opens. <laughs> Queen's like a very tired-looking, um, look shy noblewoman in a rabbit outfit answers the door. <laughs> Jesus! Wow, they were really. Uh... She has like aspect marks on her and stuff. <laughs> She kind of lets you in. She's hey. carrying a tray with wine. Don't mind if I do. This room is bigger on the inside. It's <laughs> a large, uh, cozy burrow that is still like lined with that kind of like smoked wood. There are bottles everywhere. <laughs> There's about a dozen gods in here. You can tell which one's 400 rabbits. Mm-hmm. He is a large, realistic, drunk rabbit costume. Oh my god. Like an Easter Bunny outfit that 
that had a midlife crisis. Just gonna slowly walk back out of the room. <laughs> I, oh, this is a convention. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I came to the wrong building. <laughs> I'm sort of awkward in the forest with the flute. Play the flute, killer queen. Play for us. <laughs> uh, he's just gonna sit There's down. There's a few hedgehog spirits. Huh. Couple mortals. Other animals that get drunk. Hummingbirds. They're all just hanging out. Honey badgers. I guess. Do they get drunk? Yeah. Oh, thing. There you go. Just gonna sit down close to the creepy rabbit costume. Not too close, though. It's Jesus fuck. <laughs> the head just turns around towards you with perpetual kind of dazed smile. Oh, God. We got all the Hello, mine. Killer Queen. I'm 400 rabbits. Oh. Okay, you're not just a figment of my... I thought drugs work differently up here. I'm kind of relieved they don't. Or am I? Look under your seat, Killer Queen. Oh god, please don't tell me it's eggs. What is it? It's a, it's a large Fabergé egg. Oh god. Open the egg, Killer Queen. Did you... Did you lay this? <laughs> It's like gold filigreed and jammed. Oh, God. <laughs> she opens it. This is like an episode of Silent Hill for you. There's a wine bottle in there. Oh, well, thank you. Did you lay this? <laughs> His large, pod, unarticulated hand has a cigar in it. Raised up to his smiling face and is smoking. Oh, face God. doesn't move. Does anyone else seem, like, horrified by this? Everyone else looks like they're hammered. What kind of wine is it? Um, strawberry. Oh, I'm just gonna drink a lot. Like, until the face becomes a little less creepy. I can't do this sober. (laughs) No one can. Okay, okay. I used to be in charge of of children's imaginatory dreams. I requested a transfer. She's gonna keep drinking until that place face blurs out a bit. All um, the mortals here are in those similar rabbit costumes. Like the, the ones you find at casinos. Yeah, yeah, the Playboy outfit. The ridiculous ones, yeah. Okay, okay. I think I stopped throwing up in my mouth. It's it's good. So uh I actually need a specific type of wine. I'm looking for something very special. What would that be, Killer Queen? Come, sit on 400 Rabbit's lap and whisper your desires into my ears. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want (laughs) to. So that on the spring solstice, you will be granted your wish. Oh, God. (laughs) The Queen... The queen kind of, like, pauses and, like, drags over one of those bunny girls and just starts grabbing more glasses of wine. <laughs> like, one between each finger. She's like, I'm just gonna oh. pause for a sec so I can switch the soundtrack. <laughs> so after drinking just a lot more, just... Everyone's, like, kind of doing half songs, shuffling around. This is awful. Hop, guests! Hop! 
Bring in the spring. Spring is coming. We actually checked them out. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah. The queen is going to very uncomfortably shuffle over. That's right, Lawgiver. This is the worst. Just sit there and lean in. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to need so many drinks after this. All right, small child of creation. He like, puts his arm over your shoulder. Oh, God. <laughs> There's no escape now. <laughs> you actually feel like a human arm inside the padded oh costume body he has. I don't know if that's writhing. Oh, God. Alright, whisper into 400 rabbits' ears for what your solstice gift shall be. I need a crate of celestial wine to bore my children. Or to help bear them, I guess. Uh, uh, Alright. He kind of just shoves you off his knee. Oh, thank God that was painless. So shall it be. Okay, uh... Can I leave then? Is this... Is it done? All you have to do is find the door, Killer Queen. It's a hunt. The The door's over there. She's, just gonna, she's not gonna break eye contact. She's just gonna... He has, he has those cold, dead, large, plastic, ceramic eyes that actually kind of move like googly eyes when his head moves. She's gonna go to the door, slowly open it, pause and go back and just... Take one of those trays from the bunny girls. Thank you. And just back out with it. And now I'm going to leave you, Sean. <laughs> I'm never coming back. <laughs> that worked out better than expected. Four, I'm never sleeping again. Four hundred rabbits. Gotta write that one down, Peter. Uh, <laughs> and from that day on, the queen decreed not a rabbit would step foot <laughs> under pain of death. To death. Very good. So yeah. Oh right, the kid. She kind of gets to the gate, back to Rathus, uh, and she's like, "Oh right, the kid." So I guess I'm going to head to that house to pick up the child. You're fairly hammered. I'm going to lay down on this cushion for a while. Going to lay down on the street. Yes. Like Ricky from Chandler Park Boys. The queen just lays down on the street in front of a cafe. <laughs> a few hours later, a, sweet, a street sweeper with a broom is kind of just <laughs> gently nudging you into a, into like a, a gutter. Oh. Killer queen. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. Wow. And you're feeling better. Much better. Ah, uh, that there's was a, a there's a tiny Faberge egg in the gutter next to you. No. <laughs> Just gonna open that. It's full of chocolate. Oh. Well, that's okay. No, wait, it's not okay. Why? Why? I close it again. It's like there. Or like liqueur chocolates. Oh, I was gonna say it's gonna be a gift for the child. Oh, yeah, he's, he'll be he'll get used to it. Got to start that tolerance here early. And I'm gonna head to the house. 
All right, you head back to that estate you were slumming it in when you guys were on trial for attacking Long Bangarok. Good times. Uh, yeah, it is a Yushan uh, Mance estate. There's a guy there. He waves when you walk up to the door. Hey. He's like trimming the hedges with hedge shears. I'm uh, looking for... What the fuck is her name? You never got a name of your lawyer. I'm looking for my lawyer from that big case. I'm kind of a big deal. You might know me. Oh, yeah, she's on inside. Oh, awesome. Can I just walk in there? Yep. Awesome. I couldn't stop you if I tried. I know. It's just polite. Just gonna walk on in, take off my shoes. Because <laughs> you're not a savage. Exactly. <laughs> That'll haunt my dreams. <laughs> Just take it as literally as possible. In my dreams, I still see that place. That horrible, horrible place. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, that's the real woman. Stern, looks like a lawyer, but in Asian-y clothes. You know, celestial bureaucracy China outfit. Hmm. Is uh, just hanging out in the study, reading a book. Quinn's just going to sit on the desk. Right there. She just puts her book down, closes it, puts it on the table. That's a good idea. Her hand is like right on one of the ornaments on the desk, just near the very edge. <laughs> My gosh. She's used to people ignoring her when she does this. So. How uh, how can I help you, Killer Queen? Hey, I'm uh, looking to, ex- to uh, get my kid back, actually. You know, I think it's been a while and the whole thing with this with you know the bronze faction or whatever kind of boiled over i think okay we'll uh we'll uh have it dropped off that's great and uh Are you kidding me <laughs> what <laughs> nicole don't tell the majestic when you get there all right well uh yeah we'll have them dropped off so uh what are you doing now what's your i was reading yeah, I mean in the long term. I don't mean what you're doing with your books. Uh, I have work in a few hours. There's no pictures in here. <laughs> There's no pictures in here. My God. Dashes my Yeah, what do you do? What is it you celestial exiles do for work? Uh, I'm on several different conventions that deal with problems in creation and you, Sean. Yeah. So, uh, here's a question. How'd you like taking care of my kid? I mean, I didn't do it because I'm not doing it right now. Oh. Wait, really? Yeah, I, ta- hand- I handed that guy off to the Cult of the Illuminated. We have him there for that. Oh. Well, that's really... So, you don't teach? That's not your thing? You like, just Like I did. I taught, you know, the basics of breathing... And chi. Well, that's good. Babies do need to breathe, from what I understand. The first ten times, you know, just... Okay, so you can teach martial arts and the like. That's your... Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. I also uh, know, you know, math, literacy. Yeah, see, that's going to come in handy. Because, you know, with that kid, I'm thinking, you know... One kid is great, but... No, maybe seven. Seven kids. <laughs> and, you know, seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to need a teacher for, you know, these 
possible kids that might be happening in the very near future. Well, we could just have the Cult of the Illuminated teach them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you got agents in Nexus, right? Well, we do, but we also have the Cult of the Illuminated in their home bases around creation. Right, so if I sent six more kids to them, would that be, uh... No, that's just kind of what we do. Oh, hey, that works well. We're not going to say no. You took care of uh, Kajak, Kajak. Oh, yeah, that was all me. <laughs> works for us. Yeah, so... Uh, hey, while you're here, would you mind killing Rizella? Uh, That'd Ooh, be just what? perfect. Who's that? Uh, she's kind of in charge. You know, the Bureau of Humanity, the Celestial Bureaucracy, she's kind of the administrator. She's a hardline supporter of the Bronze Faction. If you just murdered her, that would uh, that'd be like the other big thing out of our way. Wouldn't I just get like arrested immediately? Because I can't do jail again here. That was boring as fuck. Just, just throwing it out there. Well, you know, maybe one day that'd be... I mean, Ron's faction, they did the whole, you know, unlawful arrest and, you know, but anyway. You smell like a rabbit den. Where have you been? A rabbit den. Mm. Wanna, you want some chocolate? No. <laughs> you want some wine? Did that chocolate come from an egg? Yes. No. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it in your desk here. Just open one of the drawers and puts it in. There you go. That's a, that's a tip. That's a tip. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to one May now. She just gives this exasperated sigh. All right. Bye. Your gardens are really beautiful. Thank you. Close I had him imported. Just gonna close the door. You can't tell, but she gets up, opens that drawer, and throws those candies in the garbage. <laughs> That's fine. Just closes that drawer, sits down, opens her book again. <laughs> now it's time to leave heaven. All right. <clears throat> that went painlessly. Yeah. All you had to do was... Be very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of psychological pain, but that passes <laughs> with therapy. With feelings, like hungry or drunk. <laughs> yeah, actually, having the Cult of the Illuminate teach the kids is a really good idea. Yeah, that's why they have it. Alright, you head down the little path, and you're on top of you, Sean Gate, in, Rath in Rathis. This place sucks. Uh, yep, exactly as you remembered it. Completely clear-cut, giant smelting factories everywhere, large machines built into the main temple, people in gas masks and trench coats killing local wildlife and throwing them into wood chippers and into tubes of nutrient slurry. Exactly as you remember it. Puts her hands on her hips and everything is in place. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. It's less dirty in here than it was before. I'm gonna flag someone down. You are standing on top of the central temple in Ratsis, the whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck. Mm. You know, the temple of the sun, lawgiver, erection gold temple. Mm. Whatever. I don't care. 
Uh, I'm not reading the Rathis book for a fourth fucking time. Uh, and it's a giant Mayan gold or chalcum temple to you with a gate to Yushan on the top. Um, except the interior is kind of been gutted ever so slightly, and there are large jade legs sticking out of it now, uh, plating it in metal and shields and stuff. It looks a lot like the Tyrell Corporation building from Blade Runner. Oh. Which is a giant, you know, cyberpunk mine pyramid. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, like, it has, like, smokestacks built into it, and there's refineries all around the base just throwing up, uh, burning foliage. Uh, there are vats everywhere full of, uh, slurried meat and flowers that are being processed and drained of color and turned into a pasty consistency. Um, there are Dragon Kings everywhere, just like Enlightened Ones, you know, a couple dozen of those just hanging around and working with uh, a bunch of people in leather cloaks, wearing, uh, composite armor with gas masks and welding goggles, wielding essence cannons and crossbows, and they're going around murdering wildlife and, like, leech gods. Some of them are strung up on poles, uh, and, like, have been vivisected open by technicians with, like, little saws and, uh... Clippers and they're like poking and prodding at them and stuff, like a frog being dissected in science class. Uh, and yeah, there's tanks on this pyramid that are being f- filled with liquefied essence, hmm. then being disconnected and uh, put on a storage trolley. The center of the temple, because this the pyramid itself has been kind of gutted and some of the walls have been torn down, has a large central power column. Uh, that's pulsing and glowing and looks like the boring resolution to every modern movie where a giant light shoots into the sky. Looks like one of those machines. A huh. light to the sky making machine. That's that's at the end of every shitty high-budget movie. Okay. Yeah, and it's just turning and pulsing and being a CG effects budget sink. Hmm. Well, this isn't remotely uh, Dragon King tech, so... Uh... No, no it is not. This reminds you of Nightman. Oh, I haven't really heard of anything about Autochthonia returning either, because... Uh, like, you heard about it, but, yeah. like, this is... Does it resemble, like, the inside of, what's-her-face, Shockwave's facility? A little. Yeah, yeah. okay. A oh, Shockwave's facility? Like that place you found in the north? Yeah, or no, not uh, the, the inside of her ship, rather. Yes, yes, the inside of her body, definitely. Which was more high-tech, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's Tron lines everywhere. And they're, like, demolishing buildings and putting the material onto carts and stuff. Gonna look for an administrator or something. Yeah, your ship's kind of just docked overhead, and it looks... Your ship looks a lot like their technology. They have, like, large scarab beetles with legs that they, like, drive and, like, use as transports. Like, the shell opens up and has, like, storage. Mm -hmm. Your ship looks a lot like those, so I guess they just didn't care when you came on in. But now that you're on the ground, um, yeah, there's maybe, like, 60 people. Going, all, going about their business in the central area, setting up shop, you know, taking stuff apart. Hmm. Uh, there are guards in front of the temple with essence cannons. They have, like, backpacks on full of uh, liquefied essence that it's very similar to the uh, tubes uh, on the uh, mat itself. Hmm. Uh, some guys wear uh, a more death heads panoply sort of uh, outfit. So they have the coat and the welding mask, but there's also, like, a skull motif over it, but not, like, a spooky, scary skull, like a flat, simple like, death mask skull, Hmm. and have, like, uh, a fairly aggressive iconography painted onto their armor, Hmm. and uh, they have coiled, braided, barbed-wired whips uh, on each hip, and they're just kind of walking by, keeping an eye out for trouble, and every once in a while they'll kill an animal that gets too close to the area. Hmm. I like that armor. 
There seems to be a building that's like where someone in charge would be, or just probably the mass. Okay, just gonna head right towards there. Well, you're right in front of it essentially because you docked above it. Yeah, so just gonna turn right around then, and the uh, guards kind of just like both kind of move beside the entrance, like to to block you. Hmm. Essence cannons primed. Some very nice armor, and uh, do you understand any language spoken to you? Yep. Damn God. You do. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, everyone took that power. Fucking fucks. <laughs> Makes things much easier. They're like, you don't have authorization to be here. Don't I? They look I at mean, each other? No. No. So, who are you? I'm very confused. The last place I, the last time I was here, it was kind of a, uh, you know, wild death trap. Are you, uh... What's the word? Uh, Autochthonian? Well, yes, but we're Classladian. Which is, what's the difference? We're from Classlat. The greatest nation in the realm of Brass and Shadow. <laughs> okay, um, I don't know what that is, but... Uh, we just told you. Yeah. Never heard of it before, rather. So... You just kind of took over, or you work with the Dragon Kings, though. So. Yes, we're working with the local with the local life forms. Hmm. Well, I'm the Killer Queen. I'm uh, a compatriot of the Nightman. Uh, Nightman, they're little with each other. It's like I just have a war machine. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, a hero, uh, uh, the people's hero. Yeah. So I'm the exile, the exiled uh, savior. They both start talking about, like, they kind of started chatting about Nightman. Okay, so they're just... They're family. Yeah, all the Autochthonians kind of do that. We can just kind of tolerate this for a bit and smokes while they chat about that. And, uh... and so he came by here and he fixed up my essence can. He, uh, he had, like, his own little toolkit inside of him. Blessed be the great maker. Till all are one. What? What was that last bit? <laughs> So, uh, mostly I'm just curious about his, about just the operations here. Uh, oh, this is Class Lat 1. Class Lat 1. Which, which is? Our outpost. For Class Lat. Oh, it's just the, alright. Curious about your armor, actually. Where'd you get that done? Where could I commission a pair? Oh. Or a set? This is made of tubing fiber. Fiber. We mine it in the reaches. Oh, oh. In your... Home person. Out of Chthonia, the yes. realm of Rass and Shadow, the divine the divine flesh of the Great Maker. Yes, that. Dwell deeply enough and and have the right friends in the priest cast, and they can find where the, the tubes are coated with this kind of glistening resin, and they can harvest it and coax it out of the uh, insulation cabling. And it can be forged into uh, protective armor. This keeps us safe from the from the uh, from the uh, for the uh, the heat lamp you have going on here, the sun. That's one word we've heard for it. Yeah, it's. It doesn't seem to have a power. It, it seems to have a power cycle to it, but it is running much too high. Uh, you're wasting a lot of energy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know us. We're very wasteful. It's almost sinful. So uh, can I buy some of those that coil off you, or wait, buy page? What was that nightmare said about you and your trade? People trade. 
Well, I don't think I can trade this armor. It's not mine. Oh. It's class lad owns it. The city. Okay. Could I purchase some from the city itself? Like, you have a... Well, that'd be up to the administrator. Can I, can I speak to him? Do you have a meeting? No. Can I make one? Yes! Oh, that would be lovely. Who are you? I am the Killer Queen uh, of One May, the Solar Deliberative. Uh, one of them, one of them comes out. He's, uh, she's, she's, a. Uh, he says he, and then she's like, she, uh, she's part of the Sky Crew. Fuck you. It's like, oh, oh, the Light Lords. Yeah. Do the, uh, they, 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 they all point at the gems they have embedded in their skull that shows through the helmets they have on. Oh, oh, It's like, God. do the thing. Oh, oh, okay. That looked really painful to have rammed in. What? No, you're born with it. Like, it happens at birth. You don't even remember. How would you have a soul without it? Why is this day so traumatizing? (laughs) Yeah, you do the cast mark thing. They all give a little clap. Yes, thank you. Oh, yeah, Skylords can come right on through. Oh, perfect. That's wonderful. Just gonna, just gonna, kind of looks at the jam again. She's like, yeah, they all have it like embedded directly into their uh, where their forehead chakra would be. After that, and there's like like metal plated around it and like tattooing. They're different ones for different people. It looks like it denotes caste. You you quickly put this together being a social butterfly. It denotes caste. Mm. They have a caste-based system. Okay. A fairly rigid one. <laughs> I don't think I, the Queen has ever talked with the Nightman much about his society in general. So, coming inside the temple, it's way different from when you remember the last time you were here. Because mm-hmm. you were here before. Yeah. Uh, it's been cleaned out, clad in this kind of composite metal materials. Um... Uh, there seems to be more communal rooms. Like, there are barracks and sleeping quarters that have, like, you know, defensive walls and plating around it, but mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, 20 beds to a room. Wow. And they're, like, hot-bunked, basically. Mm. Um, in here, the it is much, much dimmer, and there are no windows, and there's, like, uh, uh, welding plating on any cracks or, like, any kind of outward viewports, mm-hmm. uh, and there's places kind of illuminated by a soft burn and uh, that kind of trauma line that pulses through. Uh, there are people in here that don't have their welding mask and their uh, gas masks on. Uh, you, the air here smells like um, smells like Nello's uh, bone shop, like the bone workshop. Oh. It's sterile and dead. It smells like Nello in here. Or not Nello, quoted from without. <laughs> okay, that's bad. Huh. Yeah, it smell, smells like the, the kind of antiseptic necrotech facility. Huh. Uh, yeah, and these look like pale, kind of sallow-faced people. Just, just people, with, but with gems rammed into their heads. Yeah, they have okay. like little gems rammed into their chakras. Okay. Where your cast mark would be. Mm. Okay, I'm just gonna kind of... Uh, yeah, one of them leads you through a room. Uh, in this room, there's a bunch of those leeches, and they're being hauled up by arms that come out of the wall, and are being like opened up and vivisected while alive, and like shocked and prodded. Uh, the wall itself is chirping out various sounds and symbols. Uh, your assistant, your guy guiding through, it's like, Divine Right Reclaiming Armament is experimenting on these entities. They're finding a way to better put them down. They seem to infest the lower levels of this outpost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one of your champions. Uh, it's the outpost. Oh, oh, it's... Our champion, Divine Right Reclaiming Armament. Oh, like, okay. Like yeah. Shockwave, yeah. Oh, you've met... Uh, Trying to, oh, damn it, I can't keep track of all the names. Um, Me either. Let me pause. 
Oh, right, right. Your 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 crew would have met uh, Supreme Omega Weapon. Yeah, yeah. She hung around beside one May for a good while. And yes, fascinating story. We're looking to update our records in the archives. We thought those heroes were lost. Yeah, no, we've collaborated with them in the past. Good people. So the Righteous Devil War Machine has told us. Yeah. He's been around here a few times then? Yes, he helped us set up base camp. Huh. He actually helped us uh, penetrate this location back in Class Lab. Hmm. He came in through the uh, Lorenz Exus opening. Oh, yeah. He helped calibrate our system so we'd lock on to a viable target. Huh. An excellent place for strip mining. Yeah, yeah, well, it's full of uh, a lot of unused resources, from what I understand. I'm just going to pause for a second. I'll check my notes. Gotcha. Yeah, you go through that room by your little guide. Um, he brings you... There, there's another kind of large manufacturing plant. It looks like this place has a has a auto lab mm-hmm. that's just putting together uh, weaponry and reassembling, like, very basic, uh, like, building materials from the scrap around here. Mm-hmm. So, like, prefabricated, you know, walls and, like, trench parts and stuff. Mm. Uh, as you go on through, there seems to be another one of those labs, and you see a few people on tables being prodded at, opened up. Do they have gems anywhere? Nope. What kind of people are we talking about then? Oh, like Eastern Raiders. Oh, Raiders, okay. <laughs> or like locals. So, uh, what are you doing with them? Oh, Divine Armament is uh, testing the local wildlife for uh, for viable uh, nutrients for resources. Oh, your cannibals. Wow, you didn't tell me about that bit. Well, by necessity, when we die, our bodies are turned are returned to the Great Maker's broth stream. Broth stream? It's part of his uh it's part of uh, his systems. He has a, a a variety of bundle of nerve coils. And one of these nerve coils produces a lubricating paste that we eat. She just puts a hand on his shoulder. <laughs> One of the majestics told us, your child. She's not going to feed him. She's not going to happen in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him, like, giving him, like, a chocolate, and they just start, like, hacking it. Like, in. they all turn around and make that, uh, uh, invasion of the body statue sound. <laughs> so, yeah, she just puts a hand on her shoulder. She's just like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, It's filming. Classlet has the best chef, has some of the best chefs in Autocathonia, and they can actually turn this broth into various foodstuffs. Using milk and cheeses we acquire, uh, we can make breads and cakes. Oh, well, that's less depressing. Good on you. It's not. Ask them where they get the milk. I'm not going to. (laughs) I'm not going to. (laughs) I've had way too many horrible discoveries today. Yes, Nightman had mentioned something about uh, us trying to differentiate between your citizens and the wildlife. It's hard to tell, though. You don't seem to be outfitting your citizens with soul gems, so we can't really tell which ones have souls and which ones don't. They all have souls. Well, then why don't, why don't they have soul gems? We don't require them. We're just born with souls. That's not how it works, and we would know. We live in a talkthon, and he invented souls. Well, obviously function differently then, because uh, we have souls. Yeah, but your skybox is just part of the Great Maker's design, so you wouldn't work differently from the rest of it. 
we're working with Nightman to find out a way to, to figure out which one is your people and which one is just, you know, local wildlife. Okay, you should uh, really keep in contact with him about that. Endless, constant contact. Uh, he, like, makes a hand motion. Not my... I'm afraid it's not part of my design. Yeah, well... I'm an assistant. There's that guy, he's, like, been vivisected in half, and there's, like, tendrils connecting them, and he's, like, still alive and making, like, breathing motions. You have alcohol around Almost here. completely like us. Just miracle of intelligent design. Is there like a curtain nearby or something? No. Like What's privacy? Hmm. Queen just kind of puts up her hand. <laughs> it's like, okay, so uh, if we could just rush this along. This is awful. This is really awful. <laughs> okay, and Administrator's Office. It's a large... It's only an office that, that has like proper sealed doors. Oh. Uh, there's a man in there. He looks a little better than the rest of them. Um, I think he has long hair. I don't remember how to describe him in Peter's session. I should have written it down, but I didn't. Uh, just a generic guy. He's just a guy. He's in... Oh, he's in that same kind of leather, rubbery, kind of squid-like fabric that all their materials made out of, but it's mm-hmm. white and opened up like a lab coat, and there's like a... Uh, kind of like a composite material he's wearing under. Hmm. So he's kind of wearing like a tactical turtleneck, uh, slacks, and a white lab coat over top. Very simple. And he's just talking to the to the room, dictating. Okay. And the room is like blinking and giving off like strobes and pulses. Feels like I'm gonna listen for a bit rather than interrupt him. Oh, when he sees you, he uh, he's like, oh, another member of the One May Sky crew. Hello. Oh yes, hello. I uh. His gem is different from everyone else's. Really? How so? It's different. I don't have the list in front of me. Okay. That would be a third or fourth book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Different uh, cut, different color, different gem. Well, last time I, I was here, it was all, uh, you know, overgrown and wild. I have not seen what the Autocathonians have done with this place thus far. Oh, yes. Uh, one of your, um, what was it? Your, um, I guess your diplomat cast was here with uh, Righteous Devil War Machine. <laughs> look on Kevin's face, listeners. Just a hand to her mouth. It's like, oh, did, did everything go smoothly? Uh, yes, your, and he puts up uh, quotes, royal uh, was very amicable. <laughs> oh, oh, think everything. Yes, the <laughs> diplomat. Well, I'm glad everything went nicely there. Uh, yeah, we've reclaimed this area. We're working with the local life forms and uh, fauna, as well as the local city spirits to get everything back up and running. Okay. Have you run into any complications thus far? Uh, yes, there seems to be some sort of infestation of uh, just local wild animals that were clear-cutting out of here. Mm. The leeches? Yes, they look like they're infectious elementals or spirits of some sort. Uh, Divine Armament is working on a final solution to this infestation. How lovely. <laughs> what an eloquent way to put it. <laughs> Anyway, I won't take up too much of your time here. I want to say I'm impressed by the uh, work your people seem to put into their armor. Their uh, uniforms. Oh, well, of course. Class Lad is at the foremost of every aspect of Autocathonian life. We are the first among equals, if we had one. Huh. I was wondering if I could put in a commission for a set of armor. Oh, I don't see the problem in that. Um... Your royal already delivered us a fair amount of resources and materials that we could use. Oh, simple enough. I need this on the down low. I don't want any of them to know about this, however. It's... Sure. 
a surprise. I'm surprised that they were cool with that. Why wouldn't they be? They don't seem to understand... Privacy? Privacy? I think they understand that we're different. Uh, not even they understand privacy and secrecy and discretion. They run a world communist government inside their hellhole world. <laughs> they have, there's an entire six cast of alchemicals that are secret. <laughs> Adamant cast are the secret police oh. <laughs> that police the alchemicals. There is some material I'd like to drop off, however, to have incorporated into this armor. I've got it up on my ship. I'm uh, sure. Drop off the specifications you need to. Um, Sorry. Uh, drop off whatever specifications you need to... Uh, divine Right Reclaiming Armament, and he'll use his autofabrication uh, charms to get it done. Perfect. He's a Thank you. supreme crafter. One of the best in all of Autocathonia. Sounds good. Second only to our uh, skunk works for the weapons. Really? For armaments and whatnot. Yes, it was originally... Uh, class lats, skunk works, and think tanks that created the weapons that were sold to uh, Astasia through Yugosh that allowed us to find the, connecti- the connection to your skybox of creation. Really? Huh. Yes. Yeah, creation is the skybox. It is a box with a sky lamp. Well, do let us know if uh, your settlement requires anything. One may would love to further our... Uh... Your royal was already very uh, generous with that, and there's like a tick, 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 tick sound of like airship humming uh, mm. above, and he briefly brings up on the screen as one of the airships comes by and gets a bit lower to the ground and drops off the ghost army with Tepa de Java. Huh. Excellent. Like all the suits of armor. Probably to clear out. Yes, we will be ready to clear cut this area. And exterminate the uh, infestation below. Good on ya. So, yeah, I'm going to move on and uh, say hello to Tepajava, probably, because it's been like two and a half years. Man. One and a half. I was, I was like, hey. Okay. How was uh, the whole North thing going? Uh, that was like two years ago. I uh, I took care of it. <laughs> and I'm going to drop off the gossamer I bought from, um, the, from, the, from the wild, actually. Oh, okay. As part of the outfit. Divine Right Armin's going to take that gossamer and smash it into wild stuff and mm-hmm. wild shape it, as is his way. Yeah, excellent. He doesn't, he's like, oh, look, this is this is unfinished. Actually, that's much better. A bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just looking to get an outfit made, just very high-tech and glowy. You know, yeah, you just go into one of the autofab rooms, and uh, they just create like a holographic recreation, and you just talk, and it starts rebuilding itself and reshaping itself. Okay. So, yeah. Red scarf, visor helmet, uh, very tight. Looks like it's built for a man, actually, rather than a... Uh, almost has, like, a jacket. Yeah, eventually when you're done, uh, they basically bring up template files that call for, like, regulator, enforcer, regulator, infiltrator, and just... You basically pull parts out of there. Okay. And then, yeah, a uh, armor extruder uh, deploys from the floor and spins it up real quick, uh, like a cross between um, a spider and, like, a spinning... Uh, wheel. Hmm. Like it's a flywheel and has like spider legs that are machinery on it. And it just fabricates that up real quick. Perfect. Okay. Armor made. Yep. Okay. Which leads me to the last part of my preparations for the next while. And that is creating an artifact. 
which would probably be very easy to do, I imagine. I do have just Dominion lying around. Yeah, you could just sink it right into it, probably. So yeah, I won't really go into the specific... It's just a mild one uh, with the uh, Fate stuff in it. Okay. The one that allows you to change your... Uh, you probably want to get a serial to help you with that. Yeah, okay. To get the fade access. I'd probably bother uh, What's-Her-Face again. Just oh, just go back to you, Sean, and be a bother? Yeah. She's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm, uh, building something. She, like, makes that hand motion of go or on. an artifact to not... Not exactly alter my exaltation, but to... Huh. How do I put this? You want to hide your identity from people? Yes. If you put it that way, she's like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, why? I'm going to be doing something, and I don't want the implication to reach one May. That word. Or, yeah. I don't I don't want any suspicion. One May to be implicated. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Implication, that's the word. Okay. Uh, yeah, she can help you with that. Are you going to let her know the plan? Yeah, basically. I even too. gave her a name. Oh, you gave her a name? Yeah, I thought you were going to ask Sidereal to join you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly, because she'll also be helping with the teaching, I hope. No, for, like, killing the Infernals. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dirt. Right, got a little confused there. Um, yeah. Uh, her name's Ilmagoro, and she's a Chosen of Secrets. Okay, Ilmagoro. Yeah. Goro. She might know that martial art. Uh, what was it? It was like Brilliant Cascade of Essence Style, which basically gives you a second set of uh, multiple sets of limbs that lets you move through form charms and combine them together so you need multiple martial arts at once. <laughs> it's like uh, you cascade the serial essence together so you can be like, you, you can be in Snake and Righteous Devil form at the same time. Yeah, consume thy name, essentially. Which is what. All right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, with that, uh, yeah, you deal with the Klasladians as they drop off the Marillion Legion. Uh, there's a Mountain Folk Envoy that also, uh, shows up as well. Really? Huh. Yeah. That's oh, I guess Peter would have. Okay. They know a thing or two about dealing with horrors from underground. True enough. Okay, so, yeah, using that artifact, gonna, the queen is going to hide her identity for the next... No, wait, first, children. I'm gonna wait for those bottles to appear so I can deal with that. And I'm gonna like spend every night where he's gonna like bloom into the bedroom late at night. Alright, Killer Queen, you're sleeping in your room in one May. Okay. It's the last day of fall or winter or whatever. Mm. It's the last day of whatever in Exalted. Spring is tomorrow. Mm hmm. You're, you're sleeping, you're rustling. Do you have a crossbow? Yes. <laughs> Queen wakes up. It's like... Your room has a window that leads into the closet. Like, the closet has a window, almost like in sitcoms. Uh-huh. And there's a shadow moving across that window. Majestic, is this revenge? <laughs> I won't hesitate to pull the trigger. One of your, uh little bulb, one of your little glass bulbs that has stuff you burn to and smoke in it, mm -hmm. rolls off and crashes to the ground a little bit and lights up the floor, casting a shadow of a big smiling rabbit right there in the window. Oh god! Do you fire at him? 
Not at him, because he's way too fucking freaked out, but uh, into the wall. You look where the bolt goes and look back, there's nothing there, but there's like a like a moving motion. Oh, God. I knew those mushrooms looked bad. <laughs> Just a little mold on them. Just gotta pause in a sec. Countess. I have a bigger bolt under the bed for this, I swear. But your crossbow's empty right now. Yes. She's gonna trying to reach over. Reach under the floor? Yes. Reach under the bed? Yes. Your hand, not just by something soft and floppy. You're gonna use that hand to like try to figure out what it is. Maybe it's a pillow or like a bedspread. Oh, did I lose drop one of my pillows underneath? That would be so silly of me. That's what it is. <laughs> There's laughter in your room. Okay, you can you can just kill me now. I am I'm already dead inside. <laughs> Just gonna jump off the bed. Jump off the bed? Yeah. Something rolls off the bed. What? what? Behind you, rolling off the bed. Mm -hmm. Little, uh, little Fabergé egg. Oh. I how? Oh, you're a god. This is probably your thing. I'm just gonna turn on the lights now. And if you're right in front of me... I'm gonna fall attack. I'm gonna fall. The switch on the wall. You just hit the hand panel? Yeah. Alright, you bring your hand back from the hand panel and it's slick with something runny. Did you just lick my hand? I... Do you do you go near like a little light source? Yes. It's chocolate. Ah. Oh. oh god, why? It's all over the walls. <laughs> I can't keep this fucking room clean. <laughs> you know, you can use your animal banner. Alright, I have that. <laughs> so you spend essence and ignite your animal bonfire? Yes. Alright, the room fills up with daylight and written on the walls in melting chocolate at room temperature is Happy Solstice Killer Queen. And at the bottom is a basket full of eggs. Big eggs. Queen faints. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> Do you, does your soul leave your body and enter oblivion? Yes. Does it choose to go to oblivion instead of reincarnation? Just leaves. Yeah. No. She regains consciousness. Inside <laughs> the eggs are little round bottles of celestial wine. The note oh. that says shh. Like when you open the note, a shh sound happens. <laughs> oh god. I'm almost gonna go. Uh, this almost tempts me to go sober. Just gonna take those, like my fingers, because it's fucking chocolate. Yeah, where did it come from? <laughs> <laughs> the motion Kevin made. Just wipes her hand off the blanket. <laughs> wait, wait, what am I doing? Goes into the Majestic's room. <laughs> oh, you did! When you wipe your hand on your bed, your hand rubs against something fluffy. It's a tiny stuffed iconographic version of 400 rabbits. 
Ah, oh, that's actually really cute. <laughs> You're gonna be my best. You're gonna be my least favorite child's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> could have been worse. You could have got your Paddington Bear doll. Oh God. So, yeah, it's something. It's a it's a thoughtless gift people get. People. Yes, yeah. fifty of them. <laughs> So yeah, she's going to tuck that away for her least favorite child. Well, that's how the solstice runs in, uh, in one May. I need a new room now. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to take those bottles, and the next night... Alright, we'll go back to normal music now, we're out of the nightmare. <laughs> Is he also the god of fucking with people? Because... No, yeah, well, he used to be the god of children's <laughs> dreams and... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he used to be a child's trickster god. That makes sense. Oh my god. <laughs> a lot of the kids that were that grew up to be his patrons, you know, those trickster kids, grew up not having friends and became alcoholics. We saw an untapped market. Because <laughs> those kids were dicks. <laughs> Was that Five Nights of Freddy enough for you? Yeah, it was good enough. Just wait till Orpheus. Oh my god. So yeah, I'm gonna summon up that Naoma, the pedigree one. This song, I should take the Freya theme off. Mm. Alright. Boom! Naoma! Hey. Hello. Long time no see. Well. From your perspective. Ah, How yes. can I help? Oh, well, you know, after the party, just all that stuff. And the queen just kind of just gestures over her shoulder where she's got a nice little table with a bunch of displays. The arm. Six stone. different tech tables. Yeah. The couple mm. of elves in the land. So, uh, on, each, on each one, it's a bottle of wine. I'm going to keep you busy for a while. Okay. So, uh, same deal as last time, you know. Uh, the best traits of me, obviously, because I'm, you know, the killer queen. I'm great. And, uh... Why does this room smell like fear? Oh, I've been sleeping in here for the last few weeks. <laughs> there, there was... There was a thing. <laughs> it's gone now. She wipes chocolate away from her lip. <laughs> okay, she kind of just cracks her uh, double-jointed hands... Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, yeah, gets to work. Uh, walks up to you and just starts pulling flesh out of you. Ow. <laughs> no time for sex. Got plenty of work to do. Oh, that's perfectly fine. Nice. You should have, uh, you should have been, like, slowly, like, like, having, like, leeches and stuff draining your blood. So you'd have a soft pile of blood and not have to have a bunch of shit torn from you at once. You know the perforated parts of envelopes to let envelopes open up fast? She does that to you. Oh. Ow. Ow. Make sure it's have even. have a glass of celestial wine to cure that. Damn it! <laughs> Make sure it's even on both sides. They're already kind of lopsided. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you will get to work making six more batches. Mm-hmm. Six, six more bastards. <laughs> and nobody will ever know, except for the ones that I've talked to already, like Clad in Darkness and Atmos Sand. Yep. So, listeners, just to reiterate what Kevin's up to, he did this in season one for kicks. 
or season two, I think, for kicks. <laughs> so Kevin, uh, you don't know. No, I'm just going to shock him through here. So Kevin has gotten six components that are fleshy of six people he likes, and he's going to have a Neola mix that with the Killer Queen's own blood to make six very distinct babies. And they're going to use Celestial Wine in the process, because that'll probably grease the wheels. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, who do we got? We got Admiral Sand. Admiral Sand. The Nightman's severed arm, and that counts as flesh, because alchemicals have flesh and blood. It's just yep. artificial. Um, the entire Abyssal Circle. You yep. took parts from the Countess. Yep. Traveler's Heart Gore. Oh, yeah, you got shredding. Gore from the Traveler, so you got part Lunar Bits there. Yep. Uh, what was the last one? The Sidereal Skull of Kajak. Ah, yeah, Chajop Kajak, the oldest man in creation. You have his skull there, and then no one's going to use that to make a baby. Yep. Fuck you, Kajak. Fuck you, writers who like Kajak. And now he's dead. Yup. And this is all that's left of him. Yep, the Yoma gets to work, and that'll not take long at all. Probably like a week, and then she'll be done. And he'll be like, boom, babies. Wow, they're really... I hope it's true. What? Oh, that Celestial Wine isn't even part of the process at all, and she just kind of like... Drinks it. Tricked you the first time, and she's like, oh, okay. Now she just has six bottles of Celestial Wine, and she's like... Whoa. She's like the richest Naoma. You know? <laughs> she just shotguns it. She's like, I'm drunk. <laughs> hey, Ledger throws an empty bottle at his face. <laughs> he like blasts off half her body. He's like, that's fine. I got another one. Look at all my health levels. They're full. <laughs> so, yeah. Once those really boring babies are here. God, babies are the worst. Uh, she's just going to hand them off to agents of... Uh... The Cult of the Illuminated? Yep. Okay, you drop off those kids to the Cult of the Illuminated. You're just like, wheelbarrow of kids. Yep. And Did I'll... you, like, tattoo them so you can know which one's which? Do they have markings? Like, uh, dragon blood They look like babies. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, those will pop up to boring the babies. Yeah. Uh, I'll figure it out later. Do you almost like we just been tattoo them now? Oh, okay. Like, tattoo gun. Oh. oh yeah. No, you know, like, after they're born, you, you can just tattoo them. It's, who cares? Yeah. Who's gonna Who's gonna complain? Them? They're babies. Yeah, they won't feel a thing. <laughs> so let's just say you name them in a way that would be a callback to what they're made from. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure out the names later. Yeah, who cares? No one cares. They're babies. Yeah. And that other kid, I, God, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this one. It's kind of... Are they supposed to be raised separately or all together? All together. I'm not going to deprive them of their siblings to uh, their house. Yeah, well, this one, the one that's like four. Oh. What are you like? It's like a kid in like little golden robes. Hey, like honey. a page boy cut. Oh, oh, honey, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna make you better. It's fine. You'll be a really awesome kid. But right now, we're gonna go to Nexus. You'll be a Nexus kid. Okay. Like... <laughs> Looks like a kid. Kids are kind of ugly. You're you're stupid. <laughs> well, then why would you ask me what a kid looks like? Where's well, a like, bag over? Like all of us, does have like red hair? Like probably would have red hair. Yeah, so. me oh, and Killer Queen both have red hair. And what's his like, name? Has golden blonde hair because he's Napa. All right. Yeah, and like. And uh, the Traveler had just a big bushy beard. I assume it was red. Actually, it was it was it was, it was gray. Like the Traveler and Longhorn Seawolf both have like white slash gray hair. So yeah. that would just make it more bright, probably. Really bright red hair. He's like a red-headed stepchild. It's like, yeah, uh, 
just gonna keep you for now. Okay. Okay. Do you want to play the looking game? What's what's that? He takes out a book and starts reading it. Oh my god. In perfect silence. I'm so sorry, honey. Anyway, I'm like your mom. Like, yeah, I guess I'm your only mom. That's, wow. I really fucked this up. Do you want me to go with my other siblings you just made? Uh, well, you're like intelligent and stuff. So I'm going to leave that up to you. Do you want to spend time with your other siblings? They're going to be really boring for about 10 years. You've got another six. He goes back to his book. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they... I think it's safer if he just stays with his siblings. So, But I got to see him, and now I'll actually be able to go visit him once in a while. So, Them. Them. I don't know. I don't think we've decided on the gender yet. I think everyone's going to vote. We'll have them vote. Next, whenever all five of you together, you can all flip a coin on what gender the first kid is. Yeah. And then we'll just randomize the other six. Yeah, exactly. And figure out names and shit. But yeah, just going to send him with his other siblings. All right, bye. Bye. When I see you next time, you can give me a name, right? Wait, they didn't name you? Seriously? They're leaving that up to me? Well, they were like, it doesn't matter what we call you anyway, they'll just change it. Oh, well, that is true. It's Ah. very stupid. (laughs) I feel kind of bad, like, sitting away without everyone else being able to see him first. So it's like, maybe I'll leave you here for a while? Oh, God, I don't One know. One may, like manifests, we can take care of the golden child. Yes, go with the scary dragon. <laughs> okay, is that animating intelligence? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Where's its soul, vassal? You're so smart. <laughs> have some chocolate. Oh, they didn't let me have chocolate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you can have pretty much whatever you want while you're here. So, uh, you know. Indulgence get, is a form. Indulgence it ruins your way towards enlightenment. Get this kid some ice cream. No, no, seriously. Just take him and go to the, to the Majestic's freezer, freezer and get him some ice cream. And, yeah. What elemental aspect is this mass? Kid walks off with the polyglyphic. Oh, God, I really fucked that up. The Majestic is like, I'm so proud of you. He's boring. <laughs> she, he, whatever. So yeah, the queen's gonna leave for next. There's like a ration picking at him while he's like trying to read on the bench. He just picks up a rock, slam. Oh, just kind of pushes it off the uh, into a garbage can. This. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is going places. <laughs> this is okay. This is fine. I'm okay with this. So yeah, heading to Nexus. All right, you deal with the solar kid from season two. I didn't know what to, like, what <laughs> the fuck do you do with a kid like that? <laughs> it's like, so yeah, he'll be there for years. He's session. lived like an aesthetic monk lifestyle too, practicing like breathing and like basic hand-to-hand techniques for like discipline okay i'm gonna have to backseat driver mom the, the entire raising of the other 10 kids like shared visits and shit like that <laughs> but in the meantime well like they're just giving them the basics you can kind of do whatever you want after that's done mm. this one can read yeah true enough and he's four kids don't have much memory before dude i, I don't know kids are kids are whatever I, yeah i have no idea when kids are supposed to talk or walk four four is around the time they talk they walk right 
Sure. Four years old is when you start school, Devin. Which school? JK or grade one? school? JK. Oh. So, well, three slash four is JK. So. No, I could read in JKSK, so there you go. We had books, and I had to write letters in. Obviously, I could read. I remember them being a lot of, like, bread or stick. That was not JK. No, I was JK or SK. Wait, no. SK was, like, nothing. Yeah, JK and SK, you don't learn anything. It's basically daycare. Huh. You can learn, like, your alphabets I think, stuff. I think, no, yeah, grade one. I think, I think of grade one. Yeah. I vaguely remember writing letters in a book. Mm-hmm. And having a duo tang because we were learning French. And there was like the French learning mascot, which was like a French version of Oscar the Grouch called Dimois 2. Horrifying. He's a homeless guy that lives in a garbage can. But by Dimois 2, is that that bubble clown that's French? No. Okay, imagine Oscar the Grouch, a big green fuzzy Muppet, walking around being happy teaching you about French. His name's Dimois 2. I know that name, but I don't know that, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. And every, at the end of every French class, we said goodbye, Mrs. Nampa, and then everyone else would say Carol, because calling her by her first name was a way to take power away from her. Seriously? Yeah, her name was, like, Madame Mainpaw, and people called her Carol. Madame <laughs> Mainpaw. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I was in grade one. <laughs> I'm shocked that I remember this much. Did you not learn French in grade one, Nicole? No, I think I did. It was my sister that started. My sis, like, I started learning it in grade one, and then when my younger sister was starting in grade one, she was really excited. She wanted to learn French stuff. And they're like, no, not till you're grade three. I was like, what? And then she got to grade three, and like, no, not, not till you're like grade four or something. She's like, wow, what? the school system really failed you guys. Yeah. Anyway, so now what are you doing, Kevin? Uh, well, I'm going to head for Nexus, actually. Um, well, actually, I'm going to stop at my own domain on the way. Okay. You're and vaguely defined Southern Domain. Yeah, it's just... It's it's a place. And that's where she's going to activate the artifact. And, like, hide your identity in fate. Yeah. Okay. So she goes from the Killer Queen, a short, frumpy woman, to... A uh, masked superhero that looks vaguely like Nightman. Yeah, basically. White-haired, wow. a bit taller, male. My god. Looks like... Like, 16, 17. Shonen as fuck? Yeah, basically. A super shonen superhero. Then he straps on the armor. And he is the solar known as... He Who Breaks the Dawn. Sure, that's it. Alright. Dawnbreaker. Alright. Then you head to Nexus? Yep. Oh, man. Nexus. Nexus, Nexus, Nexus. How to describe Nexus? That one's... Oh, man, we did Nexus last time we had solo sessions with you. Yeah. Huh. It's no just, one ever goes there. Oh, because we hate Nexus. Yeah. We hate it. But it's a very good way to keep your head down because, you know, so much shit goes on, so many wannabe murder hobos. Yeah. Because it's, it's like... All right. Let's start this from the top. Nexus is the worst thing ever in Exalted. Exalted prides itself on being this giant monomyth... Chinese, Indian, Hindu, mythic fantasy game, where you have all these different cultures and broad stroke, like, history, 
and like uh, a shattered, broken sword and sandals past about fighting titans and stuff. And then, in the middle of it all, you know, between the the, the, the evil super government and the, the various, you know, warring savage states and like the borders of nowhere at the end of the world, they take a shit in it and call it Nexus. Nexus is hobo adventuring town. Nexus exists so that every game, instead of taking place anywhere else in the world, can just take place in Nexus. Mm-hmm. It is a super trade town run by evil capitalist guildsmen that allows Solars and every other type of evil uh, anathema to get in there, and has an unbeatable NPC super god who stops the realm from ever getting in and killing Solars, so you can just be safe in Nexus while being kind of close to the realm. And it's full of dungeons. There's five solar tombs that you traditionally go and crack into and do dungeon delving into. But it also has mercenary stuff. So, like, anyone who doesn't have an allegiance or family or friends or feelings can just be here and not have any connection to any part of the world and do their own adventuring and go to a guild's board and get hired out for missions. Mm-hmm. Like, right by Nexus is Lookshy and the Thousand Kingdoms that Lookshy deals with. You know, the Thousand River Streams or whatever. And right by Nexus is Great Forks, a city run by three gods that are fighting off the Death Lords and are dealing with corruption in heaven and stuff. <laughs> but no, they took a shit in the middle of those two locations and called it Nexus. It's boring. It's adventurer town. <laughs> it strips away any sort of agency or fun you could have in other parts of the game, because why would you try hard learning the setting when you just have it in Nexus, a city that has everything? It even has a Shadowland, and a wild pocket in one of its districts. So you can do fake court negotiations all in Nexus. Yep. So yeah, I don't even know why they didn't bother just making the creation the setting of Nexus. (laughs) And saying that there's nothing beyond the borders of Nexus except endless nothing. Mm. I don't know why they bothered writing up Yushan or the Celestial Bureaucracy, or why they bothered writing up the Realm or Lookshy... Or or Chiroscuro, or the Delzan Horde, or Jurgen Canico, and the Haslanti Legion. I don't know why they did any of that shit when all the fucking games that most people will end up playing in the beginning will take place in, ne- place in Nexus. And it's the main setting that they throw um, uh, beginners into at Gen Con and conventions. The default, you know, ready-to-play quick rules game is always the Tomb of Five Corners, and I'm pretty sure inevitably two of five corners starts in Nexus. Hmm. It's always Nexus. It's a stupid setting. Yeah. Nexus should have been cut from third edition. <laughs> replaced with something interesting. And that's the Dawnbreaker's cover, is Nexus. Yeah. As this up-and-coming solar who's there to uh, you know establish. Oh so. my god, didn't we establish that the Topaz lady hated Nexus? Yep. No, uh, Void. Hated it. Void, yeah, that's the one thing on emotional It's like if you could do one thing, Lawgiver, you wipe this place off the map, kill everyone. That's secretly what I'm spending ten years here doing. <laughs> Killer Queen! Do you love me now, Void? And he's like, Yeah, okay, alright, sure. <laughs> because I hate Nexus. <laughs> Void of Earth out is channeling me when he hates Nexus. <laughs> because I think Nexus is a lazy sloppy, cheap, cowardly attempt at poor writing (laughs) that bad writers and developers keep in a system. Towns like Nexus should not exist. So, 
So you go to Nexus. Yeah. Uh, Nexus is a big, hustling, bustling D&D town city. There's like a blacksmith area that shoots out uh, uh, contaminated uh, blacksmith smog everywhere. There's a rich people's district where the rich people live where they don't have to deal with pollution. There's a poor people district and there are streets everywhere. And this whole place is a big interconnected city with towers and streets and crime and there's mercantilism and soulless capitalism. It's just a big hustling, bustling market. I'm going to walk right by all that shit and just uh, head to the tomb that the queen... Uh, what tomb did up. you break into? What tomb did I break into? It was a Zenith one. I know that much. What, um... Was it the laser skulls? Literally, we just dug down and avoided everything. It was just a hidden door. No, you went into the tomb. You, you, you broke through it. Yeah. Was it the, the murder sides? I think so. We just avoided everything. We didn't even go through any of the... Uh... Was it the Tomb of Night? That might be it. Alright, let me pause while I, one, dump files from this episode. Oh, yeah. Good idea. And we'll actually put on your episode from last season. <laughs> Nexus is a bad thing. Pause. And we're back. So, Kevin and I checked out Scavenger Sons again uh, to just kind of reconnect on what the fuck we did last in March when we did the session in Nexus. And then we listened to the recording very briefly again. And wow, did we ever take the piss out of Nexus. Uh, so you previously looted the Tomb of Keen Spirits, uh, which had a bunch of angry ghosts that because you had a circle of abyssals in you, you got rid of really easily because the tombs are poorly thought out. Very easily. Uh, and then because the tombs aren't described at all, you dug your way down until you found the staircase to get into the tomb. And then you went in and presumably looted a good chunk of it. I'm just going to say that worst rider you found in the tomb it was one of the things you used to build the Iniquitous. Yeah, probably. Speaking of which... That's with me. It's being delivered here. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so how did you leave the Tomb of Keen Spirits when you left? Empty, uh, secured. I assume I, like, warded it or something like that. It was empty, but it was, like, you know... Well, empty of anything that wasn't worth a lot of money. Let's assume it had a hearthstone. Yeah. That you're bonded to. Yeah, probably. Something like that. Even if Devin from the last game said there wasn't one, fuck him. Yeah. That was March. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna situate now. <laughs> gonna situate myself in there again. Okay, you head to the Two of Keying Spirits in the Firewander District in the laziest setting in Exalted. Uh, using your hearthstone, the grave earth, you know, like, s separates for you and stuff, and you walk on into the steps, mm -hmm. head on down, the earth covers the stairs back up, and you're in the Tomb of Keen Spirits. Uh, it's a staircase that goes down, everything's beautiful and solary, and you're in the main tomb treasure room, which has been largely looted. Okay, but there is some stuff here. Yeah, there's, like, things. Okay, so, uh, one of the things I'm gonna need for my work against the Infernals is money. Yeah, there's cash here. Okay. So I guess it's just waiting for Admiral Sand to arrive, and probably using this money to start setting things up, like buying furniture, and... Oh, there's, like, furniture all around. You can just oh. set this up into, like, a little base. Oh, yeah, these places are kind of... Yeah, okay. Oh, wait, Admiral Sand will eventually show up in Nexus. Well, I'm here. Oh, right, and I'm in a totally different form. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's me. Oh, I guess you're just in Nexus somewhere. Oh yeah. Oh, were you narrating like him just arriving and being like, "I'm here." I'm here in Nexus. Well, I guess that we arranged for a uh, place to meet or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm uh, the voice of the Killer Queen here in Nexus. You're like a servant or something? Or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've got a uh, dig set up with, you know, stuff for you. Drugs. Alright, well, let's get to work. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to lead him back there. To the tomb? Yeah, the tomb. Alright, he's in the tomb. This is a, this is the tomb of skeening banshees. Yeah, they're, they're gone now. They were really pathetic. It was kind of disappointing, really. Anyway, so, the Infernals. Oh, wait, we're here, alone. No one followed you? As far as I know. Oh, okay, this is me. I'm the Killer Queen. No, you're not. Okay. I don't know how this works, actually. Like, the, uh... You did a thing, and now you're not the killer queen right now. You hid yourself in fate or whatever. Okay, so I would have known that in not that time. Yeah, that literally no one would be able to see through it or believe it or anything like that. So yeah, I mean, if he could, then the other Infernals could. Oh yeah, true enough. So yeah. Oh yeah, especially because. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm her agent in Nexus. All right. So what do you know? Who's the most Who's the most close by Infernal that we might? Probably the priestess. She's here in the east, I think. Where would she? Where's her domain? Kind of throws up his arms, shrugging. I don't know. What does she do? What is her thing? I don't know. What do you know about her? She's horrifying. We're gonna need better than that. I'm sure you understand. Um. What's her name? Nope. Don't know. Wait, seriously? She didn't give you her... Wow. And we use titles, except for me. Okay, what's her, t- what's her title? The Priestess. J- wow. This is Pretty be... good at keeping me from doing exactly what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> what does she do? Like, what is her thing? He just kind of opens his mouth, shakes his head side to side, shrugs. This is going to make things really difficult. When was the last time you heard about an Infernal that wasn't me? That's a good point. You're kind of... You. Alright, you know anything about any of them? What they do? What they might be planning? Like Infiltration. Yeah, so... <laughs> they infiltrate societies, burrow mm-hmm. into governments, I suppose, and just run from the inside. Mm-hmm. Well, you met some of the agents of them in, in the Bull of the North's army. True enough. That is funny that they're in there. They would have been rooted out by now, you think, given... Uh, yeah, they probably have been. Hmm. I don't know how I'd root them out again. I'd have to find their agents again, probably. But we just really lucked out with finding out that that one was... Uh, agents. Like, we just kind of randomly... Who would be the most likely target in the East? Someone in Lookshy. 
Sounds like a plan. Okay. Many of our projects seem to center around digging up old deliberative uh, caches of influence. I found the Five Days Darkness. Uh, we found a few war dragons. Hmm. There could be similar projects in the East. One of the most blatant ones would obviously be the uh, alchemical, the Arcathonian champion they uprooted. Metroplex? Metroplex. He's out with Shockwave now. Hmm. Uh, I guess I'm going to start putting out roots and figuring out uh, what major projects are in Lookshy currently. Lookshy is currently uh, resetting up their defenses based around the Academy of Sorcery. Uh, they have that first age factory cathedral that the Majestic caught up and running. Mm. That's a thing. That's probably a big thing currently. But... Yep, first age factory cathedral gives you access to first age infrastructure. Mm. So that would be a thing, definitely to look into. I guess they don't ex they don't expand or anything like that, so it wouldn't be outside of the city, really. It would be inside. We tend to they tend to uh, head inside existing cultures. Hmm. So yeah, it might be an idea to head to look shy and uh, look for. I don't have to go for this. For any signs of infiltration, I guess. Yeah, everyone just kind of sits there being like, ah. Yeah. They come to me! Hmm. Well, what's there to gain and look shy? From a military point of view. Is there to gain and look shy? Well, it's kind of the one bastion in the south. It's, you know... Or east. What is there to gain? Look shy. It's kind of a. I mean, it's got the airport, the uh, skyship deck. It has an army. An army, yeah. Of terrestrials. Hmm. Soulbreaker orbs. Maybe. I mean, those would be. Given. The one thing we do know about the Infernals is that they like things big and damaging. They don't care about, uh, you know, residual damage. Hmm. What about the Directional Titans? I took one, and they helped me find it. Shockwave hmm. has the other. There's still two more out there. The Eastern and the Western one. Where would that be located? What is, what is it? Directional Titan's a flying mountain hmm. of weapons and destruction. Shouldn't be that hard to find, to miss. Isn't there a talk of a flying mountain in the East? Or a mention of it? If you put out your spy network or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's a literal flying mountain called Mount Metagalapa. Yeah. It has hawk riders on it. Yeah. Hawk riders, which are... People who ride hawks. Okay. It's very Flash little... Gordon. So they'd be a society that they could infiltrate to uh, try and get that up and running. Huh. I never considered Mount Megalopa would be one of the directional titans, but... 
I it mean, makes a stupid amount of sense. Well, yeah. When directional titans get lost in the wild, they deploy a wild-shaping defense screen, which takes the form of solidifying wild into jade and stone. So a giant stone shell in the shape of a mountain around that. That would make... That's floating. That would make a lot of sense. Your real dick move to blow that up. Yeah, wouldn't it ever? I mean, that would probably foil a lot of plans. Wait, you like slams on the table? What about the Shrike? The Shrike. So what destroyed did the Five Days Darkness? There. I really wasn't there for that at all. Do explain. Oh, they had the Five Metal Shrike. Uh, it's a first. It was the deliberative prototype weapon. Swoop in and detonate my uh, base. Right, yeah. That, that would be, that seems to be their main, that seems to be a big threat, actually. I don't know if they ever got control of it. I was uh, tasked with finding all of its manses and trying to suss out its location based on them. Hmm. But if they did the work ahead of me, they would have been able to get in contact. Yeah, yeah. At that point, they uh, didn't trust you quite so much, so they kept you out of the loop. It's how we operate. So the Shrike, where would that... That seems, that seems like a thing that uses a phenomenal amount of power. It must roost somewhere. It has manses in the south that it's tied to. Multiples. Okay, how easy would those be to find? I found a few. Okay, we could sabotage those. The only reason I didn't was because they didn't want to attack me. Hmm. Well, it takes a while to destroy it, but we have the the, uh, we send anonymous letters to, uh... If you use the penitent, you could probably check the, the, the ley lines of the ones I found, find the others, and lock in on where it is currently. Right, right. Okay. So later I'm going to go unconscious into the, uh, body I had back at home, and, uh, have him write out the decree of the queen. It's like, blow up these masses. Blow them up? Or just to power them? Or how would I... What would be the best move? I think the softest touch would be to trace. Trace and just find them all. Yeah, so that's going to be a thing that... It's like, blow up these masks. The five-mile strike falls out of the sky dead. <laughs> like, oh! Uh, we could have used that. <laughs> that can go anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, just trace for now. Well, that's a start. But we know the Shrike had played a part. Yeah, but the Directional Titan, if we can find a way to delay the Shrike, then if we could take the Eastern the Eastern Titan for ourselves. If it shells out, that means that it wouldn't take as much catastrophic damage. That's true. And if we could take it over subtly, without them noticing, I don't think anyone has control over it yet, otherwise it would be... Not a mountain. Yeah. That might be our bet, aiming for that. Okay. Keeping it out of their hands is kind of a top priority, given what they do with anything vaguely explosive. It would be hard to fix hmm. without... Majestic. Majestic. At the very least, if we reach it, we can make sure no one else can touch it until he can. And we're back. Okay, so yeah. 
I think after going back and forth trying to figure out what kind of the, the, the goal should be, I think you need to assemble a team because yeah. the Infernals are fairly well entrenched and infiltrating. And I can't really have Admiral Sound around with me because he's just an advisor role because he doesn't want to get, you know, implicated in all this. Yeah, like, he, he can stick his neck out, but the, the Infernals are wise to the fact that he hangs out with you guys. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess maybe assembling a team, which I guess I'm in a really good place to do. Yes, the lazy town of Nexus is an actual pretty good place to find people, or to find rumors about people. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm not going to a tavern or some shit to hear about this, but I guess exploits happen because people talk. Didn't you want that Sidereal to help you with this? Yeah, kind of, but she's kind of a lawyer. Do, do you want her to be here? Sure. Okay, so the Sidereal's here now. Oh, yeah, I guess I shared, like, info about all this with her. So oh, she, she helped you build that fucking artifact. Yeah, exactly, so. So, Ilmagaro, mm-hmm. the Chosen of Secrets, is whoop, in your little base. Oh, perfect. Is that... Is that the Infernal? Yeah, yeah. Say hi, Admiral Sand. No. Fair enough. Come on, let's go talk in this room. We have... Drugs. You don't like drugs, right? Chocolate? She just sits down. Yeah, that works. So what's the plan? Well, I am going to assemble a team of... You know, uh, young but determined, uh, chosen of, and champions to help undermine the authority and power of the Infernals. It would be a really good idea to root them out. Yes, yes. They're highly dangerous and destructive. Pretty much good for nobody. Okay. Well, it turns out I actually have a few dossiers on people who've been looking to reach out to. Really? Yes! I'll share those with you, and you can kind of pick at your leisure. Okay. One sec. Okay, so yeah, she gathers up a few scrolls and books she has, and gives you a dossier of egg salts she's looking into uh, that she thinks could help you. Okay. I can work with this. Possible with null space. What on earth is null space? Um, it's a newer. I don't know. This fellow's fairly new. Um, he showed up when the alchemicals broke through. He kind of broke away from one of the uh, excavation, one of the uh, sites. Autochthonian, then. He's not a champion. Um. um yeah, so the, the null space is a branch off from one of the, the Autocathonian outposts. Um, he showed up, it's been a year and a half since they started to show up. Um, we think he's a liminal. From Autocathonia? No, uh, someone put him together afterwards. Interesting. He's running mercenary missions uh, for the Autocathonian settlements. Sounds like an. Interesting one. We'll flag him down, I think. The Helios Disciple. Um, a solar exalt that, is, that worships um, Mars. Um, looks to be some sort of war prophet. Um, believes in raising up soldiers, keeping the sick and defenseless safe. 
uh, creates warrior cultures, um, uses uh, um, old realm esque tactics to like bolster up defenses, create cities, irrigation, and uh, crush the culture of the enemy. Uh, but tries to go for diplomacy first and integration. Sounds a lot like uh, the Bull of the North. A little, actually, uh, based out of the South. So showed up after you showed up after you guys took the lap. On the list, okay. Uh, the Hyperlight Astrologer. Strange one. Uh, before your time, after though, after you're going to send it. Um, haven't been the eluded wild hunts. Um, seems to be some sort of prophet. Uh, works the loom of fate. Like he's able to do prediction algorithms here from creation using the stars as an interface. The stars themselves um, often give off residual information from the loom. Sounds like someone we might need. Pretty sure they're solar. Alright. The wolf hunter. Wolf hunter. Wolf hunter. I kept getting this one confused with your wolf. Uh, another uh, warrior, um, Solar, uh, showed up after you took the lap, maybe six months old. Hmm. Um, currently cutting a swath through the north. Really? As far as we can tell, he's destined to cross swords with Jurgen Kaneko and probably lose. We'll grab him. Sure, that doesn't happen. Can't really be afford. Can't really afford to be losing anyone who might be of help. This gold faction sidereal, another one of yours. Companion of mine. She works on a. Um, she works on another convention that I have a chair on. We could probably rope her in, but that runs the risk of exposing the operation. True enough. Can't have that. The Rockminder? Uh, exigent. Lives on Mount Megalopa. Uh, is the exigent of rocks. Like the large birds. That might be incredibly helpful given what we're planning to do. Uh, currently um, running a trade dispute between Lookshy and Great Forks. Just trying to increase influence of the Hawk Riders. Interesting. What about the warrior poet? Another uh, a, another um, lawgiver showed up um, probably around the same time you all did uh, in the west. Has been converting pirates and and uh, local people, um, you know, kind of castoffs, people that have been left behind by the realm to uh, make a push forward against Lintha Reavers. Lintha Reavers. Lintha, they're a, a pirate family. Yosi descended. Tell me what you know about the Reavers. Damn it. <laughs> Reavers. Air quotes. Okay. Well, save for the Sidereal. I think these all might come in handy. Sidereal will leave unless required. She's a chosen of journeys, so she's quite adept at going places uh, that other people might have access to. True enough. We might leave her on these sidelines, maybe not bring her fully into it, but uh, if we need her. The others, though. Okay, where do you want to start? Start with the Apostle of Millspace. Okay, last we've been tracking him. He's part of Creation's uh, 
Luma Fate. Last we were able to track him, he was currently heading from uh, Sova's outpost in the north to Class Lats in the east, uh, hitching a ride on one of the Skyship Shockwave uh, loadout. Shouldn't be too hard to meet him. Then those ships stand out exceedingly. Mm-hmm. They have an airship pathway they've already basically uh, set up to do micro-drop-offs and set up trade. All right, let's, let's intercept. Okay. Yeah, we'll just run through each of your team assemblings vignettes. Okay. Okay. Um, Shockwave is actually in between those two areas. Uh, like, taking up kind of a patrol route, looking for resources, and scouting out for manses for other nations to punch through on Project Razor. Hmm. So this airship actually uh, makes a dock into Shockwave proper and starts getting an overhaul. Okay. Uh, how are you going to get onto Shockwave? could just jump onto her, that might be unwelcome. I could. No, I could literally just do Basically that. Basically book transport and then get get onto Shockwave? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're able to arrange it and the scenario is able to kind of futz stuff and help you, let you move through heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, you end up aboard uh, the Supreme Omega weapon that hosts the alchemical Shockwave. Uh, and her consciousness and body, because she's a city size. Like she's been the the, the directional titan's big enough to hold cities in it, and she's just been expanding through it. Mm. Uh, yeah, hustle and bustle. Uh, a lot of um, this is probably a couple weeks later, so a lot of uh, Autochthonians, probably 200, 300, just uh, in the smallish kind of area where the docks are, and there's like living quarters and stuff. Mm. Uh, a lot of them look kind of uh, agoraphobic at just no. No, they wouldn't be. They're prob- They're pretty comfortable, actually, with this whole setup. Okay. Um, a lot more of them have their goggles off and stuff, though, and like are just kind of like going outside and spending time out there, kind of just seeing what it's like to be outside. Yeah. Dawnbreaker doesn't take his helmet off. It's just. Oh, they take notice. Like they like you're aping Autochthonian culture, so they're just like, oh, hmm. oh. <laughs> and there's all those shockwaves, flat people, all here. Those those flat. Creatures she builds uh, right. to be her, her servitors. Made from Fae. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just yeah. gonna... One of the, yeah, one of the flat citizens, uh, the, the, the workers basically walks up mm-hmm. and just starts making, like, clicking noises at you. Do I understand it? Since it's yeah, intelligent? It. Yeah. Okay. It's basically it? asking uh, if it can help you because you look like you're looking for something. The shockwave is highly mm-hmm. perceptive. We didn't get a name other than Apostle of Space, did we? Uh, the dossier says it goes by Steelhead. Steelhead. Looking for him. The, uh, the flat person kind of clicks its audibly Turing brain uh, and leads you to one of the more private uh, resting areas. Okay. Uh, there's a man. He is big and bulky. Um, kind of like the body of a professional... Bodybuilder, essentially, like someone who who bulks up for a living, as opposed to someone who just happened to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're wearing a uh, assortment of jade and that kind of rubber composite material. So it's like a composite material undercoating of like black rubbery leather, mm-hmm. and there's like jade pauldrons and like siding and like armoring going up like the ribs and stuff. Mm. Uh, and yeah, the entire head is encased in a large steel uh, cylinder, that kind of like uh, Isaac's helmet from Dead Space. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it pulses with, like, that kind of Tron lighting. Hmm. 
Yeah, he's he's lying back in a large uh, molded kind of rest, uh, and is just uh, looks kind of docile. Uh, all those limbs. Oh, you can't really see any of his skin because he's in a full outfit. Hmm. He's basically in a flight suit. Okay. You're the apostle. You can hear like clicking noises from the inside of the head. <laughs> What's it to you? I'm seeking brave men and women for a uh, covert mission, seeking to undermine agents of Malpheus here on hearing creation I don't hero for free well it's a good thing I'm not hiring you for free then money jade salary plus equipment plus expenses all yours done pleasure to have you on board I'm Dawnbreaker steelhead and I suppose we it, there it would stop in Nexus because that Nexus. Oh, yeah, that's the, the, the get the ship to basically fly by and drop you guys off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you bring Steelhead into your base? Yep. All right. Yeah. Steelhead sets up shop there. Um, he crafts like he he does building and uh, thaumaturgy, like enchanting weapons and stuff. He has a wide variety of auto Chthonian artifice with him. Uh, like, he, he basically, while he's going through his weapon rack and checking stuff, he has, like, a large-scale fuel rod cannon, uh, that has a fair amount of ammunition for it, uh, a beam clave, mm-hmm. which is a, um, a, a handle that has a fair amount of, like, added weight to it to make kind of the, 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 the bloodberry from No More Heroes. Right, yeah, yeah. The handle, it clicks, it unfolds, and it creates a beam of pure plasmic essence, <laughs> uh, much like a diclave, mm-hmm. but larger. <laughs> uh, and he has um, that attach and like actually built into his body, like cybernetics, um, catars that look like the underside of. Um, imagine a chainsaw. If you took t- the top of the chainsaw part off, it looked like a like something that had a jutting, um, uh, pronounced underjaw, like a like a big underbite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so underbite chainsaw, like, ripper arms. Nice. A lot of chainsaws, a lot of laser weapons, a lot of cannons. Yeah. Well, I guess he has his own spaceship set up, too, because it's, like, yeah. big. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he basically gives you frequent lists to pick up materials so he can get his weapons and his gear configured for uh, different fights. Yeah, easy enough. Shuffle some of the money that way, and... All right. Introduce him to the two other people here so far. Uh, the Sidereal keeps a detached kind of uh, presence. She basically uh, makes it seem like she acts as a facilitator for you and isn't part of the team. Yeah. Just to keep it back. Yeah. And Admiral Sand, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, hi. <laughs> All right. They keep to themselves, it appears. Which is perfect, because... Yeah, Steelhead, uh, you'll soon find out, instead of just replacing his head to, like, you know, do what liminals do, which is, like, pop out parts and stuff, he just took his head open and took his, like, brain and nerves and stuff and encased it in adamant and, uh, 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 soul steel, (laughs) which that helmet's made of. That helmet's made of soul steel, uh, so it would be even harder to destroy him. (laughs) Nice. Okay, the Rockminder is next, I guess, because he's in the East. 
Alright, so Steelhead, the Apostle of Nellspace. Done. Alright, the exigent of rocks is uh, Tenata. She is currently uh, in Great Forks uh, on a mission of mercy. When okay. you like arrive, this is kind of the, the, the info dump you get. Mm. Alright. We'll head to Twin Forks and Mission of Mercy. What are the specifics exactly? Uh, it looks like she's looking for experts. Uh, people who know uh, like biology, medicine, uh, you know, ancient kind of lore on, mm. on how, uh, on medicine. Okay. She's looking for sages. Hmm. Okay. What for specifically? Well, you'll have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, currently she has left the, whatever capital city there is for the Great Forks gods or whatever, because I, I'm not, I'm not reading about Great Forks for this little vignette, <laughs> and is, uh, coalescing in one of the manses that Great Forks has. Uh, the manse itself is a tribute to how the three storytelling gods of Great Forks were able to trick one of the Death Lords into retreating when all they had was a bluff and weaving a story of their failure, which eventually became true <laughs> because that's how story weaving works. And they're gods of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that really fucked up one of the death lords. <laughs> this would have been another thorns otherwise. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, she's fairly obvious. Um, woman younger, uh, probably in her, 30s, uh, as far as younger goes, I guess, early 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is longer than most people would be, and seems to be kind of light when she moves. Uh, she is wearing um, star metal uh, buff jackets, like a star metal buff jacket, and uh, various uh, artifact weapons are on her back, uh, mostly shackles. Uh, hmm. Okay. Approach her. You're the rock minder. Yes, that's I. Breaking of dawn. I'm breaker of dawn. I'm uh, assembling people for a covert mission against the infernals. The uh, champions. She looks at you like she doesn't know what you're talking about when you talk about infernals. They're champions of Malpheus. I, I don't think I quite understand. Do you mean demons? They're amongst demons, yes. They are, they... I don't know much about Infernals, do I? I, <laughs> I know, right? Yes, they're champions of hell, essentially. They use demons, they cause massive destruction. Oh, okay, well, okay. good luck to you. And I've heard that you might be someone with talents that may come in handy in this fight against them. Um, well, I I would love to entertain the thought of helping, but I, I seem to have a crisis of my own I'm dealing with. Do tell. Uh, several of our, uh, several of the flocks I mind, and some of the people from my home have caught an illness, and I'm trying to find a cure for it. What kind of illness? Uh, it makes them sick, uh, aches uh, in their joints, uh, spastic motions, uh, they feel wasty. Uh, they can't keep food down. Um, it's no fever I've seen. How long has it lasted? Uh, about a month now. Uh, some of them are looking fairly fatal at this point. If I help you, 
and we figure out something to do, something to help them. Will you, cons- will you reconsider joining? I I would owe a debt of gratitude. I would have to. All right. Uh, let's go to the details then. When did this start? She gives you information. Okay. And you have access to one May. Mm-hmm. It's a puppeteer plague. They're gonna die, and there's because their skeleton is animating inside their body, and they're gonna rip themselves out of the living skin, and they're gonna attack people and turn them into other puppeteers. Isn't that a created plague too? Like, yeah, Voidwood was that made it. Of course he fucking did. Is <laughs> he do a cure? Yeah, he has one on hand. I'm gonna pester him. You're gonna ask him to give you a cure? Yes. It's like, All right, he delivers you a cure for puppeteer's plague. And it's like, what the fuck was this? Puppeteer plague. Why are these people infected? Because they caught puppeteer plague. From you? He spread it into creation. He doesn't have ownership oh. of it. Okay. I thought it was like something he controlled. So, like it was in No, nah, man. You feed uh, you feed human remains to a cow or a pig and send it over a wall at a siege city and boom, bing, bang, boom. Jesus. <laughs> so, by r- random crazy happenstance, I knew a guy. <laughs> the might of the solars. The might of the solars. <laughs> Alright, you cure Mount Megalopa of their minor puppeteer plague outbreak. Excellent. That would have been hilarious and awful. Otherwise. So, uh, you have Tanata, the exigent of rocks. T-A-N-A-T-A-H. Okay. Tanata, the rock minder. Perfect. Boom. What's the next one? Uh... I think that's both the ones in the east now? Yeah. Let's go north. My okay. least favorite place. Alright, who are you looking for? Uh, let's go for the wolf hunter. Alright. My least favorite direction. <laughs> okay. Let's find northern music. Christmas music. Uh, okay. The Wolf Hunter, uh, your sidereal ally is able to break down for you, is a Dawncast. Oh, joy. Yeah. Uh, his name is Lothar. Lothar. Yup. They don't know if that's his original name or the name he gave himself when he exalted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he calls himself Wolf Hunter... Uh, because he was wronged by one of the bull's, uh, solar servants, uh, a northern wolf, uh, solar, uh, and left for dead, and when he exalted, he went on a rampage to destroy the bull of the north. I'm sorry, you go through that again? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Lothar, the wolf hunter, when he was mortal, was, uh, uh, sidelined and, and like, like basically mortally wounded by uh, one of the bull's servants, a, a wolf-themed northern solar exalt. And ever since then, he's been full of vengeance and rage and been, has been, like, attacking the bull of the north's armies. To find a... Oh, my God. Do you know who he is? No. He's that guy you played in, uh... What's-his-name's, uh... Starting session. The guy who had his arm blown? Yeah, he's fine. He's solar exalted. <laughs> The scenarios kind of took him away and left a body in his place. He was so pissed off over that guy's irresponsibility. <laughs> Lothar! Who's also the name of a Power Rangers villain in the Ninja Power Rangers show. That's amazing. <laughs> I guess I'm going to find Lothar. 
Alright. Uh, Lothar is in the remains of Diamond Hearth at the moment. Oh. Uh, raising up the remnants of the tribes up there um, for a kind of an infiltration of one of the Shatter Domes the Bull of the North has. He took so many of those people. Yeah, there's not a lot left, but he only needs a small crew that he can tire a warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ulthar is a young northerner uh, who's been weathered by, uh, by exposure to the north. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his arms is made of ice and covered in spines, uh, and he carries a uh, Orchalcum uh, Grand Diclave. And he's wearing, like, walrus pelts and has, like, wolf effigies carved into his armor. <laughs> oh, God. I keep this picture under my pillow. <laughs> Lothor. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna approach this guy, I guess. Uh, you, Sean Gates. Yeah. There's actually one near Diamond Hearts, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, I just still have that record back to one day. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, it's going to approach uh, the remains of Diamond Hearth. Oh, yeah, it's returned to a military encampment. And, yeah, there are people being, like, trained in the snow. Like, you know, having to, like, be naked in the ice while people are pouring cold, freezing fire water on them. Not alcohol, Kevin. Water that is... Burning because it's so cold. You just stopped licking one of those bodies. It's like, oh. I had to specify the fire water wasn't alcohol to Kevin for various <laughs> reasons. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah, I went there. My feelings. Triggered. I had flutes in the background. Single tear. If I could, I would hide a speaker that plays pan flute music that would go off in every other room. I'd have to hide an RFID token on you. Jesus. <laughs> what are you, mystical? The worst. Anyway, yeah, just gonna gonna trudge through the snow. I know this place pretty well. I was yep. Here. So, uh, I'm looking for Lothar. Uh, some of the men like point to one of the the, the command tents, and uh, yeah, there's a throne made of ice, and he's sitting on it, and he has like his diaclave carved in halfway into the ground, so he can rest his hand on the pommel. He's young and arrogant looking. Hmm. You're the wolf hunter. I am. So glad he's wearing a mask, because it's like... <laughs> I've heard tales of what happened to you, but I'd like to hear it from your own mouth. Very well, stranger. I'll regale you with my tale of woe. <laughs> He like tightens his ice hand on the on the the, the, the handle of his chair. <laughs> it's like I grew up in a village to the far north of here, pushed out by the bulls, uh, ravagers and culture and and destroying army. We lived a simple life, hunting, scouting, and then the man that would become the sea wolf. He was part of our village. He. He misled us into a battleground of dead realm soldiers that had been defiled. And through his 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 infiltrative machinations, for he worked with the Bull of the North, he had the scouts killed and then rose up with the army and marched their way back to Jurgen's forces. The Sea Wolf. A brutal story, to be sure. 
<laughs> he took my arm. He slides his ice arm, arm on his ice throne. This ice wolf, do you know if he still remains in the north? He is elusive. We see hints and hear rumors of him. But I hunt him and kill his followers. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not used to the northern weather. I just keep sneezing under this helmet. <laughs> I would give anything to be able to meet him in single combat and strike him down for his betrayal of our people. Our people! I am Dawnbreaker, and know this. I know many things, including hints towards where the sea wolf may hide. If you aid me in in a battle far from here, to the east, against the infernal hordes, the champions of Malpheus, then I will lead you to the one you seek. Mm. Talk is cheap, stranger. Do you show that you're a solar? With your like, yes. Yeah. Sure. Talk, Talk is, cheap. is cheap, battle brother. Reveal to me but one of these secrets. I know that the sea wolf. He is really, really terrible at keeping promises. I know he is. <laughs> I and then he just very, very even tone just describes his entire body, just how, exactly how he looks. He's like. You do know of the one I seek. Yes. Very well. I will abandon my campaign and go with you, so I may strike down the usurper. The queen has, like, a thing of flammable liquid. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Burn this place down. <laughs> yes, come with me, then. All right. The, uh, the wolf hunter leaves with you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Ethan. <laughs> oh, that was- just let him know. <laughs> Alright, that's another one. I wish Nicole was there for that. Oh, that's great. Is there anyone else in the north? There's the Hyperlight Astrologer left, and the Helios Disciple. And the Warrior Poet. And the Warrior Poet. The Warrior Poet is in the west? I believe. Yes. Yeah, with the pirates? Yes. Yeah. It's the other two that I'm not quite sure. Uh, I think the Helios Disciple's in the south, and... I don't know if I said where the Hyperlight Astrologer was, and I probably did earlier, but I don't care. Okay, so where is he? I'm gonna say the east. Okay, so, uh, well, heading back, uh, we'll end in the east. So let's head to the west. Okay! Well, let me bring up that profile. Pause. <laughs> and we're back. So, you head out to the west? Yep. First time out there. Yes, it's an ocean full of islands. It sucks. Yeah. There are only two games that run in the West. Games that deal with the Abyssal there, or games that are pirate games that, I guess, run for a while. Hmm. I don't see how. Yeah. Uh, ooh, pirate games. Steph likes pirate games. I yeah. think I think if I really put the effort in, we could run a really fun pirate Corsair sailing game. But that entire genre just does not appeal to me at all. Like like 13th Age, or, or just like being like, like privateers and having a ship and stuff. It's like... Yeah. Can I... Can I like go to Chiroscuro? It's nicer there. Can I go to Can I go to Autocathonia? <laughs> so the Breaker of Dawn is going to travel across the West, burning down pirate ships while trying to find this guy. Or, and you're seeking the Warrior Poet. Yeah, the only person in the West. A Zenith cast solar that is currently uh, waging war against Lintha Reavers and uh, setting up like like uh, war cultures. Okay. Uh, Melmoth. Melmoth. M-A-L-M-O-T-H. M-E-L-Moth. Okay. 
<laughs> that wasn't his name when you played him. I, I don't think he had a name. I didn't play him. Well, whatever his name was, it wasn't that. Because he loathes him so much. <laughs> uh, okay, how are you going to find Melmoth? Look for the bright light in the sky. Well, he's setting up warrior cults and stuff like that, and warrior cultures. It's probably like a privateer to, fleet. Yeah, it's probably easy to find those and uh, locate where uh, you know he's headed next. Okay, there is a pirate fortress city that's okay. like made of like ships that have been scattered together around some broken islands and set up into like a really cool, interesting Jim Henson physical set that you'd go to and be great in a movie. Okay. That's like boats and stuff rammed together. Or Whatever. Is there a Muppet crew? Yeah, no. And, uh... Yeah. Uh, it's a privateer fleet that's docked there. Uh, people are getting prepared. It looks like there's old, like, essence cannons. Like, not, like, energy ones, but, like, uh, fire dust cannons that fire, like, like ballista bolts and stuff mm. for, like, docking. Looks like people are putting together those cannons where you have to chase together on cannonballs to, like, take out masks and stuff. Uh, you see sorcerers and some shark people mm. hanging around. You know, a lot of, uh, uh beast men, actually. Mm. This is the last cannon. Yeah, and I guess you take... Uh, oh, shit. So, the West has a bit of a submarine problem now that the alchemicals are here. Oh. Because the first people to break the seal was uh, Lorenth, mm -hmm. which is in the elemental pool of oil, and all they have are submersibles, which makes them the utmost power in the West now, because they have submarines and depth charges. <laughs> Whereas uh, the best that the realm has are Tyrenes. Hmm. If you look at what a time ring looks like, uh, you'll see. But yeah, uh, so one of those is actually you could actually probably get passage on uh, one of those because they they sometimes do trade with this guy. Okay, yeah, I'll just hop on one of those. I mean, I have an alchemical-ish person. So. Steelhead, yeah, steelhead. steelhead can get you passage. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you guys. Boop. And surface. Finally. Being underwater. A lot of whales. I think I'm gradually changing which direction I hate most. Alright, and you surface, and yeah, people are gathered around the dock. Like, they're used to alchemical ships at this point, but what are you doing here? You know, Squid Guy's like, what are you doing here? Uh, He's a gaff hook. He's gonna gaff you. That's really cute. I'm seeking uh, Melmoth. It's, it's nighttime and it's only like a moon in the sky. Oh, okay. Well, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. I seek Melmoth. They all kind of break and like lead you up onto one of the ships that the island's made out of, mm -hmm. to the, the Admiral's quarters or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Melmoth is an old man, probably in his 80s. Uh, he has a wiry. Uh, um, he was a boy that looks very wiry, but before he exalted was probably fairly frail looking. Um, old weathered face, long flowing silver and white hair, uh, you know, beard and like goatee or whatever. Um, he covers himself in like cloaks and like pirate outfit stuff, but he isn't like a filthy pirate. He looks more like an old man who's like a warrior now on the mm -hmm. seas. Uh, he has a uh, blue jade reaper die glaive. Uh, uh, on the wall behind him. Hmm. So that's like a katana. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he, he lets you come on in, and like he shows his cast mark as well, and um, to what do I owe the pleasure of uh, another battle brother? He's a Zenith cast, by the way. Ah, yeah, also Zenith. Interesting. I am the Breaker of Dawn. I am here seeking allies against the uh, Infernals, the champions of Malpheus. They threaten hmm. all four corners of creation. It's not a threat I've idly... Oh, no, wait, he totally deals with Malfians. Mm. I have been troubled some by the, the descendants of hell, the uh, Lintha family. They terrorize this area. Mm. With They're cruel cannibals and savages and worse. They carve people off to their lairs and do unspeakable things to them. Mm. I believe it is a symptom of a greater problem, a circle of infernals who have spread out across creation. Hmm. These nemesi exalted, as you warn me, uh, I guess, prognosticate about. Hmm. I would want to help, but to leave my efforts here... Is there no way you can communicate from afar? Do you have no one you can trust? I lead from the front, and it's through the, the, the sun he spoke to me when I rose up again and took my second breath. And he gave me the tools to lead these people. Hmm. To, to push forward from the front and pull them up from their terror. Hmm. Is there no way you can move your operations to the east? Temporarily? The Lintha are here, and they're terrorizing the people that live here in the West. True. Where are they situated? What is the, uh... He, like, he, like, has, like, met parts marked on a map on, like, the, a table in the war room mm. that, like, shows where they have various strongholds and influence. They're just kind of everywhere. Yeah. So, can't really drag them out of the West. Mm. If I had some sort of assurance, these, these sea vessels... From the, the, the underdwellers, the black oil sailors. Mm -hmm. If they could aid my fleets, we could make short work of most of their raider crews. I know a number of their champions. I may be able to broker a deal. I would join you on your quest if I if you could ensure that uh, we have the, the, the black oil people's support. I'll see what I can do. All right. Moving away from this a bit, um, you would basically have to start sending supplies to uh, uh, Loran and Zexus. I could do that through my proxy, right? It's just start to... Plus, right. you, got, you have holdings in the West because of your facts. Yeah, right. Right, yeah, I do. I just have cultists everywhere, so using those, they can start organizing supplies. All right. Uh, yeah, if you tax your cult in paying off uh, Loran, they'll supply a private, uh, privateer fleet of subs... To uh, harass the Lintha. Perfect. Keep them busy. Which also works to my favor because they're infernal minions, basically. So. Okay, then you have the warrior poet Melmoth on your side. He is a Zenith cast. Perfect. Yeah, I suppose I'll head to the south for the Helios Disciple. Okay. Uh, this is more of the western south. Um, I don't have to go into detail about it. 
Let me just pause for a second. Okay. Uh, it is midnight by the time you uh, get to the place you need to get to in the south to confront the Helios disciple, uh, Agnar. A-G-N-A-R? A-G-H-N-A-R. Okay. Uh, there is a uh, sea of black sand, uh, like a kind of volcanic um, ash sand you find on some beaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are tents that have fires burning low, uh, like dug deep into the sand to kind of give off a low, almost like falling star feel. Mm-hmm. Um, probably 200 strong. Um, these people all look like brides of Atlat. Which are? Uh, Atlat's personal virgin warrior woman elite murder people. Wow. There's about 200 of them. Huh. If they're not Brides of Atlat, they're certainly styled after them. They're all women. Uh, they're all brutal killers, they look like. Just from, you can tell just by coming on in, they have that, they have that same killing stance that the Wanderer or the people the Wanderer trains has. Hmm. You know, that, that kind of just no-nonsense mercenary or no-nonsense kind of holy warrior feel. Uh, and Agnar herself is another zenith. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, this this little black sand temple uh, outpost is built around a Mayan-looking temple lance that is halfway sunk into the uh, sand and it has been excavated. Uh, there are bulls and cows everywhere, and aurochs like chocobos. Hmm. Um, and yeah, she's in the mess. When you arrive, like everyone pulls weapons on you until you're like, "Whoa, light of the sun!" <laughs> you're like, "Oh, okay." Hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna kind of blossom my way on into the, uh, where she is. Okay. Uh, the temple itself looks super familiar. Um, as you're going through, you definitely get, like, like visions of this place in the back of your head. Like, really? either this used to be a workshop of yours, or a place you used to work in, or it might be a tomb. Hmm. Uh, you feel connected to this place. Strange. Uh, a lot of iconography related to serpents and uh, uh, underground sort of uh, monsters being destroyed by serpents. Huh. Egnar uh, herself is in the Hearthstone room, which is also sort of a treasury. Uh, there are old suits of artifact armor, um, vials of preserved ointments and miracles that have been kind of like liquefied. Um, a fair amount of treasure... Uh, and a set of uh, short diclaves. Hmm. Which are just like on a statue that has multiple serpentine arms and are holding onto them. Okay. Basically, when you come down, she's pulled them off and have has basically tested their weight. <sighs> Disturbing the dead, are we? Taking what is mine... This is one of your previous. It falls under the rays of the sun. And I have recently heard that that is my domain. Then you are a recent of the sun. Recent enough. You heard him speak into your ear? Yes. I too, not, not long ago. What are your plans? Uh, my sisters and I were chattel uh, in gem. My sympathies. I would sympathize more with gem. The despot is dead. So I have heard. 
a mercenary army from the realm, uh, a traitor army, swept in. And during that time, we were able to make our break that we had been planning. Got separated and was able to engage the despot and slay him. A well-earned victory. Yes, it was. I ask, because you show promise, because you've done so much in such little time. I need people like you. I seek to dethrone champions of Malpheus. These infiltrators, they bury themselves deep, insidiously, into other societies and rot them from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And I fear if they are allowed to continue this much longer, they will cause far more destruction than has already been seen in such a short time. I've assembled many people, solars like us, and others, and I think you would be a fine addition, a fine warrior. Hmm. I would like to explore this new life I've been granted, but I'm not leaving my sisters to be leaderless. Find them a city where they can be free, where they can flourish and be warriors on their own. It will be done. Send them to Wan Mei! Yeah. Yeah, you're basically going around sol- solving first and second level solar problems because you have <laughs> infinite influence. Because I'm way more experienced than all these people. Yeah. You're the GM NPC. <laughs> Good God. Look at what you've quest. become. <laughs> you're giving out you're giving them quests. Level one quests. Basically. So yeah. I'll... Yeah, it's super simple as soon as you uh Basically, allow um, the, the the warrior women uh, into Wan Mei to have like their own lives. Mm-hmm. They're good. Plus, the wanderer's there, and he can show them how to be like even better murderers. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't have tire warrior training, mm-hmm. but he is. He's really good at it. Yeah, yeah. So done. Solved. She's with us now. You did it. The Helios Disciple. So yeah, her cult is kind of based off of Atlat, mm. but she also pulls a lot from Mars iconography that kind of just has permeated the South. A mm-hmm. uh, bit of the Unconquered-ish, and a lot of uh, twisting what the Elemental Dragon of Fire is like. Mm-hmm. Which also seems to bear a striking amount of uh, uh, narrative resonance with Swan Dragon. <laughs> this kind of perfect fire warrior, swordsman, dragon man. Mm. Which Swan Dragon never wanted to be. <laughs> he just kind of got forced into it repeatedly. Yup. Okay, so the last one is the Hyperlight Astrologer. And they are in the East. Yes. Um, yeah, they've been using prognostication, prognostication and astrology and uh, portents of the future to avoid sidereal location. Mm. Um, so with some work, um, you're able to actually track them to Rathus. Oh, wow. It all goes back to where it began. Oh, god damn it, they'd recognize the armor. <laughs> uh. Just gotta pause to read up what this thing is called in Rathus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, 
Raphis, uh, you're able to basically... They spend some time and they get some help from you and pull in favors with, with the gold faction having more resources now. Uh, it turns out this astrologer is hanging out in the Great Observatory in Raphis. The Great Observatory is a primordial uh, age um, structure that was built by Atalfan and the Dragon Kings and acts as a sort of miniature Loom of Fate uh, first first wave detection system. Holy shit. Yeah. Impressive. It lets you to see into the near future. It's just here in Rathus. Just over there. We were in Rathus. <laughs> we could have taken this whole thing before the alchemicals arrived. <laughs> it's just over there. Just pick up the entire thing. The entire know. city, shake the alchemicals off. <laughs> Carry it all the way to one day. But yeah, you head through there, and there's there's a fair amount of danger in Rathus, but you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and when you get there, yeah, the, the, the observatory is a large, uh, imposing, primordial structure that has, like, various moving parts on the outskirts that are broken down and are twisting against itself because it's be, it's active. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the inside is like um, you know, there's like an astrolab or like a like kind of like a constellations machinery built into it, and it's several manses uh, stacked on top of each other, powering this thing. It's it's not really as functional as it could be, though. It looks like it's in dire need of an overhaul. Right, the majestic instead. Right, but someone's using it. Okay. And yeah, as you delve deeper and deeper into the observatory's uh, inner workings, to like its various control uh, uh, junctures. Um, someone is inside the representation of the sun uh, doing calculations, it looks like. Okay. What do they look like? What are they? Um, they look like a woman. Uh, she is in her late 60s. Uh, long green and black hair uh, that looks like it's actually fairly healthy. Like She's not like withered looking. She just looks old. And fairly healthy, like fairly uh, full of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in uh, long heptagram-styled robes. Uh, the heptagram being the realm's uh, school of magic. Really? Huh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she has various magitech-looking artifice, or not magitech. She has various um, actual like like sorceress-looking artifice uh, strapped onto her, like Hearthstone gauntlets. But there's like orbiting small like uh, components around it. Uh, that are uh, keeping different patterns to hold information. Uh, she has a jade breastplate, like no, actually, it's probably just a buff jacket, uh, and has a large scar going down her face, hmm. like uh, like a swordsman scar. Okay. Did I ever get a name for what? Uh, not a property. They don't know what to call her because she was being keeping herself off the grid. Oh right. They just know that she's 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 been moving across creation, taking advantage of manses and astrology places to stay out of reach. Hmm. Hello, lawgiver. Hello, you're a hard one to find. Yes, I am. Hats hats off. That's an impressive thing nowadays. I am aware. You want me for something, and you're not who you say you are. Oh, I can definitely see why she put you on the list. Yes. Uh, I don't know who you are, but you're not you. You're faking. Hmm. Perhaps. We can keep that on the down low, can't we? Sure. You're going to ask me to help you with something. I am. You don't know what, though. 
No, no, this facility is far too uh, outmoded for any of that sort of uh, accuracy. Pity. I know someone who could eventually fix it. That would be amazing. Yes. This facility is designed to synchronize with the Loom of Fate. That's an impressive ability. I could broker a deal with this person I know, if you're willing to join me in my uh, little little mission. Suppose I should tell you what it is then, before anything, before we go further. Um, sure. Infernals, aware of what they are? No. No. Champions of Malphius. Uh, demons. Demons, pretty much. Okay. They've infiltrated various parts of society: east, west, north, south, everywhere. And they've already caused a great amount of damage just here in the south alone. They have access to weapons, powerful ones. The uh, what was it called again? The one they used to blow up the uh, five minute strike. Yes, no one's good. Oh, it's obscure. Powerful weapons. All right. And someone with your ability, with your cognizance, would be of great help locating them. They're hard to put a finger on, hard to locate. Okay. Um, I suppose my question would be, what do I get out of this? I could keep staying off the grid as long as I need. What do you want? I'm not willing to uh, risk your... I require uh, laboratory resources. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A patron of sorts. Uh, we had these. Are you from the Isle at all? Afraid not. Lords or, or leaders of houses would patron uh, academics out of the heptagram or other academies of knowledge uh, in exchange for their services, and I'm in dire need of a source of research grant money. You're in luck. I've patroned people before, and I'm more than willing to do that for you. Well, you have the ability to find me, which is no mean feat. You're probably using those heaven champions that I've been uh, seeing hints of. That's right. Uh, what do you have in the form of security, nation, state, wealth? We have the backing of a state, a nation. She like, kind of so, makes that hand motion. Well, since you already know enough as it is, one may... The seat of the Solar Deliberative. Sure. Independent scholarship. Uh, independence for my own research with a continuous supply of scholarship grants. It's In exchange, you can have the research I'm doing when it's done. By all means. Perfect. You should probably take this place. Probably. Just throw the Emeralds out. Or not the Infernals, the Alchemicals. Have you ever met one of these Infernals? Infernals? Yes, actually. I'm corresponding with one. You'll meet him. Give me information about them. Admiral Sand. Like, do you just kind of give her an info dump yeah, on him? Yeah, Alright, she starts using the, the observatory to try and track his emotions. Like, I can't track him. He's not part of Creation's design, which makes sense if he's Malfian. Yeah. Which means they're going to leave a blind spot in the loop. But this machine tracks in a different way, and will see the blind spot as an actual blind spot. Exactly. We can follow them via the black blind spots. Well, I can use this to work out my divining a little bit better. And I can but, have someone look at this place. 
this place won't be able to service us for your specific goal, uh, more than just giving me the, the groundwork I need. But you should definitely take this place. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Quileza. Quileza. It's first age. It means, uh, first among equals in the context of scholars. Fancy name. I'm the Dawnbreaker. Ist. <laughs> she's a Twilight cast. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. That's why she's better at this shit than the Sidereals. So that's Q apostrophe L-E-Z-A. Would I be able to copy the design of this place and have it re- have one rebuilt in one name? Nope. Primordial design. Autochthonian uh, or autochthon baseline stuff. Hmm. I'm going to have it forwarded to the Majestic. That's something of great import is here. Get your shit together, Majestic. I think the Majestic knows what this place too. Mm-hmm. I'll just let the Majestic know that it's still functioning. No, oh, I pronounced her name wrong. It's a uh, Cree. Oh no, yeah, Cree has a. Hmm. There's supposed to be an R, basically. Like the Q has an R sound to it. Okay. Just type that in. Okay, you got the Hyperlight Astrologer. Perfect. That's Look at that. Them. That's all of them. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess you ferry them back over a period of time. This probably takes like a year. Yeah, just yeah, to get your crew together. <laughs> just, just, just do your Mass Effect thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, are you going to include the Butcher at all, or you already have an Eliminal? Yeah, and I don't want any... I've already got a lot of connections to Wanmei already, since I'm mm-hmm. you know, tapping them for resources that are going to these people. But I'm trying to keep subtle, but... Of course. Yeah. I have bureaucracy, thankfully, so that helps. But yeah, I know the Butcher's not going to... All right. So uh, basically, once you get everyone assembled and you start like working on like strategies to finding the the infernal in the area, mm-hmm. uh, there is already someone at your base. Oh, who's who's there? A man. Um, his skin is made of weathered um, steel, not like iron or bronze. Actual composite steel. Uh, same with Steelhead when he had he was made of soul steel. But mm-hmm. This is actual steel. Um, He's wearing autochthonian styled uh, battle clothes. Uh, has a uh, what do you call it? A um, beamclave, like at his side. Uh, he looks a bit disproportionate for what people should look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he's in your base one day when you guys all show up to do meeting plans. Like he's at like the entrance of the staircase area. And you are. I've come to join you. Oh, that's a first. Who who are you? Uh, Steel kind of shifts around looking at him. It's like, I'm Arzak. I'm from Null Space. Kind of looked at Steelhead. So. Steel kind of shifts a bit. Do you, do you know him? I have a passing familiarity. All right. Tell me about yourself. Why do you want to join? I think dealing with Malfians is an excellent way to help a Talkthon. Okay, fair enough. It helps everyone. That's right. What? Are you a... I'm a machine spirit. 
from Null Space. Okay. What do I know about machine spirits other than they're the first circ, second, and third circle demons of a talkthon? Oh, oh, wow. Any of you have any complaints? Everyone's like, no, no, it's another guy. Okay, welcome aboard. Perfect. Okay, yeah, I guess I just to lead everyone to the magic meeting room. Your new magic meeting room. Like, this, the, the table descends down from a beam of light. Yep, everyone has their own chair that's stylistically... And this is where you're going to spend the next decade. Yep. With Give or take a few years. Yeah. Yeah, we probably had, like, autochthonian tech, like, implanted in here, so it's kind oh, of, yeah. like, hollow... More defensible and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the astrologer can show you how to block uh, a lot of the the infiltration stuff that she's been dealing with. Mm -hmm. uh, as can the sidereal help confirm it because you know she's a twilight cast. Mm -hmm. She is exceptionally good at lore. <laughs> yeah, synergy. Yes. So you have a zenith cast, a twilight cast, a dawn cast, another zenith cast, zenith cast, a chosen of secrets. A machine spirit and a breath aspected liminal. This is your this is your team. Yep. I guess you don't have the uh, chosen of uh, journeys with you. You chose not to take her. For now, she's kind of on the side. Well, it's now or nothing. Oh, man. I don't know because she mentioned that it would like risk our. Um... It would risk towards exposure because then you'd have two serials skulking off to do their own thing. Yeah, but it's another celestial exalt. True, and it would be Celestials I would start noticing. And if they start noticing, then it's kind of more dealable than if Melfians start notice, noticing. And, you know, Serials are the sneaky ones. Yeah, yeah, sure. So All right, sure, then you have uh, uh, Panifa. She is a Chosen of Journeys. Panifa? Yep. And do like a little. And what's the first sidereal I have named? Uh, Yilmagoro. I'm going to send you a little link. Okay. And yeah, you assemble your team and you're going to spend the next 10 to 13 years uh, trying to root out the infernals in the east. Yep. All right. Let me just open up Messenger. Send you the thing. Oh, send it to Exalted. That's going to make people interested. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, oh, let me bring up my little notes about the Sidereals. Or the Infernals. Alright, let me pause. Alright. 12 to 13 years of working with your crack uh, special operative team, and this is what you find out about the Infernals. Okay. Alright, the Zealot, uh, the, the priestess cast. She is in the east, and she is working to undermine Raxi's domain. Raxi is a first age lunar who escaped the usurpation, who hold up in Spearman, the 
You know how Denisor is kind of the city of Magitech and crafting? Spearman's that city for sorcery. Oh. And uh, the Zealot has been playing a very narrow game, undermining uh, Raxi's influence. Okay. You're able to discover that. Uh, in the north, the assassin... As, like, you basically tag them based on what you're, you're almost certain they are. Mm-hmm. The assassin has infiltrated the bull of the north's uh, empire and the Haslanti Legion, and has been killing key figures that are neutrals or moderates to galvanize everyone into continuing to kill each other. Uh, and now with the introduction of the alchemicals, he's been working that influence on them too. Uh, it's it's essentially one entity with an infernal infiltrator team that is going around causing the North to still be at war with each other, wow. stopping any hope of unification, undermining the bullet every turn. Mm-hmm. And there, there there's evidence that that his infiltrators go up to the highest echelons of the bull's inner circle. Brutal. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. just killed him. If only you just killed your Ganago, those infiltrators could have taken over. Oh, true enough. <laughs> Uh, to the west, um, there is a, a someone that that most is able to tag as the sorcerer. Uh, they are working. There, there is a nation under the sea from the first age that was that was sunk, mm-hmm. uh, and it's completely isolated. And this sorcerer is altering and preparing them to surface to be a shock uh, political influence. Like there, there's a few million people under the sea that have been under there for a long time. That this thing is. Coaxing so they can rise up and be the new superpower in the West. He's a social engineer. Yeah, also, uh, you know, a monster engineer. Oh, he's changing them into. Oh, he's influencing the ley lines and the magic that they're inside of. They're sealed inside an old uh, first age uh, nation state mm-hmm. that was sunk and defended up. Okay. Like, they're all like mute. Like, you, you get hints and evidence of stuff from like old records from like realm ships and realm uh, salvage divers. Mm-hmm. There's like mutated people that are like beast men, and like there's some like, you know, dragon blooded down there, and they've, there's like breeding ch- cycles going on and stuff. <laughs> and if I recall, one of them was working on the Blessed Isle. Yes. Uh, in the south, you of course know about Admiral Sand. His whole shtick uh, was to salvage the Five Days Darkness and just. Push through all of the realms' ability to keep control of the uh, satraps. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, if the realm couldn't provide adequate defense to their uh, satellite states, those satellite states would be in revolt and would start draining realm resources. Mm-hmm. And from context you have on the Blessed Isle, there was someone called the Diplomat. And they have wormed their way into the dynasty, like into a dynast house, multiple ones, the Immaculate Faith. And the actual sidereal factions in those organizations, and is playing all against each other to keep the civil war going. I almost just don't want to let that stop. Because if they're warring with each other, it means they're not. Uh, there are heavy hints of this infernalist, the new one directing the wild hunt. Oh. And is allowing certain solars to live and killing off other ones that are counterintuitive to the other one's plots. Shaping what happens. What yeah, national social engineering. Oh, we said the magic word, national socialism. <laughs> so yes, the zealot, the, the diplomat, the warrior, the assassin, and the sorcerer. You know, have a pretty good bead on all five of their operations. Of course, Admiral Sands is defunct. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But you have you have a battle plan, and essentially all these different forces are gaining power for the Infernals to have bloody coups, uh, getting super weapons and you know much more power, undermining the Lunars in various areas, and keeping everything spinning and weakening, like grinding everyone down. So they can just sweep in later. Yup. But now I know. Now you know. So that's how you, that is how you spend your next decade and change, uh, ensconced in in this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. running missions and and stuff. Uh, I guess we'll talk about the repercussions of uh, your appearance around the world in your little new identity later on, because mm-hmm. it'll be it's a pretty high concept to think of how that'll be. Maybe some of these people died. I don't know. Yeah, and like. Breaker of Dawn's like super heroic, like uh-huh. blatantly emulating uh, the night. You probably have run-ins now. The other three, uh, or the other two, I guess, or yeah, no, the other three sessions are gonna have to have them come into conflict with you guys. Hey, by all means, that's gonna be awesome. Okay. Anyway, I think that's good. Yeah, good session. And yeah, stand by for who do we got? We got the majestic. We got the majestic, the wanderer, and Seawolf. Mm-hmm. It's been right. fun. Bye bye.